0: Virginia's throwing a bloody good birthday party But you better pray you're not invited Because it's her party And she'll kill if she wants to She'll kill if she wants to We watched Happy Birthday to Me We watched it so you don't have to So you know what that means
1: Hardcore, So bad and scary Splitting up is never okay Ply, who needs it?
0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Moon Goons. This is the second episode of 2016. I uh, Obviously, again, not our second episode, but we... <laughs> <laughs> if, so, if we start doing that, it's like, it's the 20th you're, episode I I of should've, I should've, 2016. Yeah, you're, I should have even done that. <laughs> Forget I said it. Fuck it. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's start over. Welcome, Moon Goons. This is <laughs> Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. The movie's so bad, they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton, with me almost always, but with me most of the time is, and is today, my good friend, co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hey, how's it going? Happy birthday, Marshall. Yes, thank
2: you. Marshall is uh, had his birthday yesterday, but today we are doing uh, kind of a little tribute to him in the movie Happy Birthday to Me.
0: Yep, that's, that is right. For um, all you wanting, my I... My f- first digit of my age starts with a three. The second digit is somewhere between a one and a nine. You can figure it out. <laughs> figure it out,
2: moon goons. All right. Um, yeah, so, so you think he's closer to the uh, other spectrum, considering he's already getting sensitive about his age.
0: <laughs> it's kind of cute. Oh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> so, anyway, Happy birthday to me is, uh, uh, I think, like a kind of overlooked and kind of forgotten about slasher movie from um 1981 it was released on may 15th of 1981 um uh, so i don't know if i i don't have any like i'm if, like box office so i don't know if it was a theater movie i would assume it would be most movies were in back then I think. well it
2: was it was done by columbia pictures yeah
0: it was a columbia uh columbia release so i'm gonna assume it was in the theaters and
2: columbia pictures is a big studio so yeah. they made some real big movies so this is this is actually pretty well produced
0: yeah it actually is um it was first released on DVD for the first time in 2004 or 2005. One of the two. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. which one. But, uh, and then, and that was by Sony. And then it was re-released in, on DVD in 2009 by Anchor Bay. And the reason for that was there was so much controversy. Or not, I shouldn't say controversy, but so many people pissed off about the first DVD release hmm. because they Sony, for some reason decided to completely trash the original score, the musical, and just redo all the music. And it made like shit, like electronic, like electric shit.
2: That's one thing in my notes I put is I really, really enjoy the score of this film. It's really well done. That's why
0: I'm bringing this up, because the original, which is what we watched, Mm -hmm. the Anchor Bay re-release, they kept the original music in, and the music is really pretty good. It sets the tone. It does. It's eerie. It's creepy. There's some Mm -hmm. good stuff. Um, so, and that's why I was like, why, what's the big deal? But then, so yeah, if I haven't heard the remake, but so many people, I mean, it was outraged. All the fans, of this movie, wow. like, fuck you. We want the original score back. You, it's like, you completely ruined this movie. You went from good to like shit with this new mm-hmm. music. So Sony, I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know why, but then anchor Bay got the rights and, and they said, you know what? We're redoing it all. We'll go back to the original. And they, that's what it is. So now when you get out. Um, I got mine on Amazon, uh, digital, So, but it was the uh, score. So now you can get it, with the Anchor Bay version, original score, intact, so like it's meant to be. So did you
2: even look on iTunes?
0: I did not look on iTunes. Because that's I know, where I found yeah, it. Yeah, I'm saying it's wow. on iTunes, it's on Vudu, and it's on Flickster. I just... I just went through Amazon. I this
2: was another thing that I thought was interesting too. I found it on YouTube for rental. I don't know if anybody else has seen this. That's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I go on YouTube occasionally here and there. I'm just like your average user. I, I watch like little videos that I'm interested in, and, and my secret fetish of just cute little sleepy cats. Yeah, everybody likes cat videos. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I looked at this film on YouTube, and it was for rental for two ninety nine. And I've never seen that before. So yeah,
0: that's I guess you. I guess you do something. To- Keep up with the demand for movies. The competition
2: and, you know, yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, I thought that was weird too. Um, but one thing about this movie that just makes it stand out about other horror movies, not just of its time, but of horror movies even today, is its runtime. It's long. Yeah. It is an hour and 50 minutes. That is a long movie, especially for a horror movie. That yeah. is long.
2: However, it moved pretty good. The pacing wasn't it, bad.
0: Yeah, it's it does it it's long and it can feel that way, but at the same time, it's not like, oh god, it just keeps going. It's it balances nicely. The pacing's pretty good. Um it was written by John C.W. Saxton and Peter Jobin and directed by Jay Lee Thompson. Um the cast really, unless you're like an eighties, you know, fan, you're not really gonna notice anything. The big get in this movie, the big star is uh who plays the lead is melissa sue anderson and her claim to fame was that she was uh mary Ingalls on little house in the prairie that was her big thing she was one of the little house girls and um but the only thing i found funny oh the only other person i know is uh glenn ford who was a pretty big actor in the 70s he uh he was actually he played paul kent in the superman franchise in oh. superman so he, he's okay. superman's dad superman's dad superman's dad um the only other thing I want to—I even found interesting about the cast, and other people might think it's retarded as all hell, but for me, I kind of there's a crazy nerd connection with the people in this cast. Um, besides, like I said, Melissa Anderson, besides doing Little House on the Prairie, her nerd connection, uh, she did voiceover work for Spider-Man and his amazing friends, the cartoon, where Ooh. she voiced Kitty Pryde/slash Sprite. Ooh. She was in the very first X-Men video game on Sega, where she voiced Emma Frost. Ah! She, uh, in the X-Men cartoon series, that awesome cartoon series from the 90s. Yeah. She voiced Snowbird. And okay. in X-Men 2, the Clone Wars Sega video game, she also did Emma Frost. It's
2: very interesting. I mean, now, this is not the first time we've had an X-Men voiceover over
0: um, no, we had the guy who did connection gambit. Yeah, he did something. I think somebody did like some Cyclops somewhere along the line. Oh, what um, movie was it? It was a couple of movies ago. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember. It was the killer from Jack Frost. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes it was. Yeah, that's yes, what was. Um, now moving on. Uh, the other big name, a uh, name that would be recognized in the '80s, and for you soap opera lovers, if you are if you're actually listening to this, uh-huh. um, is Tracy E. Bergman. Who is a soap opera? I guess Hall of Famer at the time because she was on the Young and the Restless. This
2: one was the lady who played the mom. No, this huh.
0: was Anne. The girl plays Anne. Okay. Um, she was on the Young and the Restless where she played a character, Lauren Fenmar, where she was one thousand and forty six episodes from nineteen eighty four to two thousand fifteen. God damn, that is insane. God damn. And then she did the Bold and Beautiful where she played the same character for two hundred twenty four episodes. And uh, had a two year run on Days of Our Lives, so that is an insane amount of work for her. So kudos for you for working that long. Man, I think that'd be awesome. such a
2: cush, cool gig. Yeah, if you're a shitty actor landing a spot on a soap opera,
0: man. Yeah, uh, but the funny thing is, I'll, this was not her first acting gig by any because she's only soap operas. Yeah. But on the movie, she gets an introducing, yeah, it's introducing her. So this was her first motion picture or movie, but mm-hmm. obviously not her first gig. And I'm back to my my nerdiness. Um, the uh, guy. Can we jump into it? <laughs> shut up. No. <laughs> shut your mouth. Because <laughs> I, I, I did my research. I'm fucking saying it. All right. All right. So Steve Maxwell, who – uh, I'm sorry. Matt Craven, who plays Steve Maxwell in the movie, won the top ten. He was in X-Men First Class. We played uh, CIA director David McCone. Okay. So another X-Men.
2: What is it with X-Men?
0: I don't know. Uh, another – and. I'll keep this one flash, last, but Bernadette, uh, Leslie Downs, who plays Burnett O'Hare, she did all 13 episodes of the short-lived 1986 Ewoks TV show. <laughs> so she was in a Star Wars TV show, which yeah. i and then the last one, which the only reason I bring it up is, well, you'll remember it. Up. Anyway, Lor, Zan, who played Maggie, voiceover work, she was in a, a new Ninja Turtles cartoon. She was, she was in Milo Pony, Star Catcher, I'm sorry, you bronies out there or whatever. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, an Avengers cartoon, United They Stand, where she did Tigra, and for me, this is the big one that joined me. Okay, Marvel vs. Capcom two, the uh, video game, X Men vs. Street Fighter, X Men two, Clone Wars, X Men, and the X Men cartoon, she all did the voice for my favorite Rogue.
2: Oh, uh, sugar. So that's the, oh, I'm
0: sorry. So you had to sit through that, but fuck it. I found the person who did like my dream, my love of my life, almost my Rogue. It was the girl in this movie who did her voice.
2: It's your party. You can nerd out if you want to. Yeah, fuck you all. That's right, I can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we'll jump into it. All right. Fuck everything else.
0: So uh, the movie opens when we meet Bernadette O'Hare, who's leaving her uh, dorm room. And they're just like a, a big, like preppy private academy it's, high it's, school. I couldn't
2: tell if it was a prep school or a college. And I think it's kind of a combo. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's weird. It, yeah. You would think...
0: At, I, it gives you the impression it's like a prep academy, like a high school, because there's a head mistress and all that. But I don't know many colleges that have a head mistress. They have like deans and stuff like that. Right. But, but then their actions and the thing they're doing, like they're drinking and all And everyone's very
2: cool with it and yeah, very, very okay cool with it. it. So I'm
0: thinking it's like... But again, like, I'm thinking this is the 80s. No, I could be wrong, but I... I don't know when they raised the drinking age to twenty-one. It might have been, maybe for some reason. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe back in 80, 81 the drinking age was. We'll have to do our still. research because man, should have done that. Should have looked that one up.
2: It's it's definitely uh, they're they're very adult in their oh yeah in their actions. Yeah, they totally are.
0: So anyway, we're at this preppy private. Preps, it's school. It's a prep school. Prep yeah. school. And, um, And she's on her. She's leaving the dorm building. She's on her way to the village tavern, uh, the inn. It's very old fashioned in this. I love it. Place. I think it was cool. Um, to meet up with the top 10. And, yes. The 11. top 10 now is basically the nickname for the, the preppy clique, the, the popular, the super rich kids of the school. The elite of the elite.
2: So, they're, they're, they're rich, they're smart, they're athletic, they're the top 10.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, and so, on her way, she encounters Mrs. Peterson, who is the headmistress and of basically the school's name is Crawford. Hi, I think it's like Crawford. It's something Crawford Academy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Crawford right? Academy. Yeah, I'm like, which is also funny because I was like, is that in relation to Crawford Sanatorium, which was in last week's episode, mm, Night, New, Year's uh, Night New Year's Evil. Mm. So we had two Crawfords. Um, anyway, Bernadette she gets in her car after her her interaction with um, Headmistress Head Mrs. Patterson, and she uh for some unreason I. This blew me. Mad. I guess it's because in an eighties thing, people are more tr- more trusting. But she opens up her car door immediately because it's unlocked. And then she we found she keeps her keys to her car in her glove box. So the car is unlocked, she just throws the keys in the glove box. That's that's it.
2: you remember how podcasts I kept saying the excuse was, Well, that was the eighties. Yeah. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> it's the eighties. It's the eighties. That was
0: last week's episode. Um so she's about to get the car started up, and she gets grabbed behind from behind by a mystery person in black gloves. They're not wasting any time. No, just jump right on him. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of gives—it's uh, very reminiscent of, like, I guess we're a screen pose. like, Like, no more of, like, waiting for the first go. No, right. it's boom, right there. Mm-hmm.
2: So she's getting strangled so there's there's
0: strangulation she's being drugged
2: into the back seat oh, she's I, trying actually, to I haunt like her. this scene. yeah she's dragging her into to the back seat she's kicking her, she's kicking her, her heels are scraping yeah, the roof yeah. of the car she's
0: just like track marks from the heels yeah on she's scrape like street.
2: the upholstery the like the the roof is starting to get ripped up I yeah. mean, it it is signs it's classic signs of a struggle it's- and it's it's really right. like we've good. We've
0: seen people get strangled. I don't know how many times right, in right. the car from the This back. is a fight for her life. This is, but, and they're always like, oh, strangle, strangle, dead. dead." This is like, she puts up a fucking fight. Yeah, because. And it's good she yeah. gets pulled from the front seat into the back. And she's still fighting. She's, she's fighting, trying to she's kick, kick out the window. Yeah, she's trying to she's kick out kicking, the window. She's uh, trying to kick out the window. She manages to kick the door I mean, it also open. it looks like she, yeah. She, I mean, she, it's almost, I mean, it never ends up in a reneg. But it's like she's on top of the, her assaulter who's still so strangling I mean, She might as well be in a, re- re- a rear, rear naked, naked choke, choke at this yeah. time. But it's such a good struggle. And, uh, it's a, and then she gets away. Yeah. She struggles so she, much that she, she you does. See die. You see her like, oh, yeah. she's about to die. Okay, she relaxes. Okay, she's dead. But no, she's playing fucking possum. Yeah. Yeah. The, the killer loosens his grip, and she springs out and bolts out the Which door. Which I always think to myself, I would do that. Yeah, I always thought that. i do something well, I just play dead for a yeah. little bit and let him think he's dead, and then you yeah. make your move. So she, yeah, she gets... And at this point, before she even boasts, I'm like, five minutes move, we get her first kill, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I'm in. But then, she, yeah, then comes a the trick. She springs back, like, she's running for her life. We see the killer open another car door, and kind of, like, he grabs her through an open window of another car, which was kind of neat. And, and, um, but, she again, she manages to get away. And she turns, and she, as she's running, she runs and bumps into someone she knows. But you don't see who it is, because she's like, hey... You like, hey, help me, help me! Somebody's trying yeah. to kill me. Don't let him get me. But oh no, because the person, this person she knows, pulls out a straight razor and just slashes her throat with it. Just mm-hmm. right off the bat. Pretty well done, too. Yeah, I mean, it's for again, like, for what I was expecting. Or I should say not what I was expecting. It was it mm-hmm. was a nice opening.
2: So we know that the this is kind of almost a who done it, it.
0: It's totally a who's for the it.
2: first part of the movie. It's a who done it? Who's who's the killer? And it's. Uh, you know, because obviously she's like, oh, it's you, help me, help me. So it's somebody
0: known. Yes. Um, so before, uh, it would, but so, and yeah, I, I just left yeah. my, yeah, she gets killed. So um, we cut to, now uh, we go to the inn. Yeah, where there's a quick setup scene, establishing scene of this town's drawbridge, which kind of plays a big deal. Yeah. It's a bridge, you know, gets raised up in the middle for boats to go underneath it. And, um, They they show up raising, and then we go to the inn, where you meet the rest of the top ten, and they're all sitting around drinking and smoking, huge beers by the way. Yeah, like big old Stein, like pints and proper beers. They didn't fuck around in the eighties. So and but the, the the preppy our main group they're getting pissed off. By the local Shriner, there's group? like a,
2: the Shriner group, or you know, Order of the Moosehead, or yeah, whatever, yeah. you Elks know, or like yeah. just one of those old men groups that get together and just be yeah. They're wearing face. like the, yeah. the, the fezzes. They're wearing the, fez hats. They're, they're basically they look like Shriners. Yeah, yeah. Are,
0: exactly. Yeah. And they're singing "99 bottles of Beer,"
2: and they're singing like they're counting yeah. all the I mean, way. They down. started
0: like 97 when the scene starts. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of drinking, I'm about to crack open my birthday my Brand new bottle of Johnny Walker double black scotch. Ooh, hear that? That's brand new opening. Mm. I'm pouring me off a little birthday drink right here. I'm going to enjoy this. Marshall drinks it neat. I drink mine neat. Yes, I do. I like mine on the rocks. I'm, if you would, please. I, I appreciate it. Thank here. you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday all to All right, me. that's good.
2: Thank you. Uh, all
0: right, now that we have our drinks, let's talk about them drinking. Rocks, baby. And so at, shortly after this, this group or the scene's established, um, in comes Alfred. Who is the odd one of the group. And which is weird because everybody else in this group is supposed to be like the jocks, the pretty boys. So the preppy, and the, he's the weird, geeky.
2: Top 10 are the smart, good-looking, rich, athletic types. And yeah. I'm guessing Alfred is incredibly intelligent. He, he's and the, yeah, he's a smart science guy. He's cook. a smart and science guy. But he's, he's kind of the creepy, yeah, but odd Yeah, is weird
0: because obviously, okay, his family has to be rich from the uh, top 10. So I guess that's the only requirement. Because they make fun of him, like, the whole time. So, like, if they really don't, like, why is he even in his group to begin with? Uh, like, why is he a member of the top ten? Well, they don't I mean, even like him. every group kind of has
2: that one, you know, there's usually an alpha and an omega, you know. <laughs> and he's kind of the omega of the group, the kind that everyone just kind of picks on a little bit. Or just, you know, he's still part of the group, but he's just kind of the low man on the totem pole. Yeah, that's, that's what okay. I got out of All
0: right. So, anyway, his main hobby, we learned, is taxidermy, And he carries around a pet mouse in his pocket named George. And so this the blonde guy He's what, passing
2: George around, everyone's like, Hey, hey George.
0: George! Uh so the blonde guy of the group who looks a lot like fucking
2: karate kid villain Billy Zapka. Again. Yes, <laughs> he looks a shit like what are they doing? They're it's just the like the 80s, man.
0: <laughs> it's the fucking eighties. Everybody everybody had to have Billy Zapka. Yeah. <laughs> They're Before Billy Johnny. Zabka was
2: Billy Zapka, they were pumping him out. Yeah. <laughs> and they perfected it with Billy Zabka. Yeah. It was like there's 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 the version A, B, C, and then version D, Billy Zapka yeah, is like, oh, fun. this is the ultimate. This is this is what we've been building to. It's why I swear to God.
0: So So the Billy Zapka look alike. He nearly starts a fight. He with can't take because, bottles of no, beer on the wall anymore. anymore. Because They started over. Yeah, they lost their count somewhere, and like, oh well, fuck it, let's start over from the top. So 100 bottles of beer. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, yeah, fucking raging. It's a pretty funny scene. It's like the scene here is good. It's like
2: you're getting to know the people. So yeah, gets up, gets in his face, and they're about to, you know, they're they're getting nose to nose, and you know, some of the top ten come over and break it up. Like, hey guys, no, 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 let's break it up. Here, we'll buy you a drink.
0: Yeah, at this point, we don't really know the names of everybody yet, but they all they one thing they do all wear these blue. Two-tone blue scarves, two-tone right. striped scarves, um, which at th- first was, I thought it was like their school colors their school, or something. Like this is their thing. Like, you, oh, you're on top 10 if you have the scarf. But then we learned it's basically just their school scarves. Yeah. Um, so um, one of the guys in the top 10, I think we learned this guy later, his name's Rudy. I think it turns out to be Rudy. Um, he orders a beer for the head Shriner. guy. like, hey, let me yeah, Sorry, Sorry about my buddy getting upset. Give I'll buy you a give beer. Give me a pint. Give mm-hmm. me a stein. He gives a big old proper stein. Yeah. And he, but as he's you know saying his words, he sneakily he drops the mouse George, George into the beer right before it's served to the guy, and this nearly starts an right. entire tavern brawl. Yeah, he's Everybody's just like you
2: fucking asshole! You little rat in my beer! And everyone gets up. Everyone's raw, just screaming, yelling. And it's like looks like there's to be a, about to be a bar fight, and I'm
0: like yeah. yay
2: because <laughs> I like seeing bar
0: fights. I guess. So you know? the top ten basically they run out of the bar. And they're jumping in their cars or one guy on, on his motorcycle and they see the drawbridge raising. Like, hey, let's play basically the game, jump, jump the game, well, they call it jump the, game. the bridge, let's yeah. play the game, It's play basically the game. jump the bridge. And they all run, they're all running their
2: cars or motorcycles yeah, to the motorcycle. and calling out their numbers. I'm one, I'm, I'm two, two, I'm three. So they,
0: they know what order to go in
2: yeah. and it's, it's kind of intriguing.
0: Yeah. And so it's basically a game of chicken and you basically jump the drawbridge as it's raising this and, um, and it's like, does you know your chicken? If you don't, make, if you're the last one to go, do you make it or not? And the guy's like, I bet you twenty bucks you chicken out. I was like, I'll yeah. take that back. And they go on and um, so Virginia is in the back seat of Billy Zapka's car, right? And she's
2: which is a tra- sweet fucking transam. yeah, like a electric blue, blue Trans Am. Like like, oh, dude, it's it. fucking <laughs> sweet. Yeah,
0: it is. Um, I think it's even like a T top. You just, I, I think, but you know, the top's never down. Um, so she's in the back seat. No, she's in the front seat. She's yeah. in, she's riding, <laughs> and anyway, and she's like she's like seeing what happens. Like no, no, don't do it, don't do it.
2: So and you see one, two, and then like the first jump is a little jump. The next jump's bigger. It's like the bridges are getting right higher, enough. so the jumps are getting more extreme.
0: Car five mm-hmm. pusses out. Yeah, he's, he's like, like fuck, fuck it. That. But then Billy Zach was like fuck you, and he so he's in the he dead hits last the gas gun. on his Trans Am. Right. He's in the dead last spot, and he goes launching over the bridge. The car comes crashing on your side. You see, like bumper flies off, sparks are flying. It's
2: dude, this bad scene, damage. This scene, I just got to stop and talk about this scene in the movie. Now, this is in the '80s. These are the old days, the wild days, the crazy, the, the dirty, hairy, crazy Larry days. These are real people driving this car. This car goes so... It, it just about goes 100% vertical. Yeah,
0: it almost is like straight down. Like, like a 90-degree angle it, with the ground.
2: It, <laughs> I mean, and they show the whole... I mean, it crashes and breaks the whole front of that Trans Am yeah. off. Yeah, it does. And smashes back down. I mean, it's a real person driving this fucking car. <laughs> yeah, there's no CGI in this movie. And it's an incredible scene. Yeah. And I couldn't believe, like... And to be perfectly honest... If they really land like that, they'd be so fucked, fucked up. up. Oh, yeah, they oh, would. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh. So fucked
0: up. So I'm like, am I here? This is for over a $20 bet. So I hope the $700 or several hundreds of dollars of repair work you're going to have is worth the $20. It was 80s. Dollars went a lot farther back then. Because, <laughs> <laughs> that man, it fucks that
2: car up. Yeah. I mean, it could very well be totaled.
0: Yeah, so... Anyway, at once they get to our site, uh, Virginia or. Any
2: guy, I'm sorry, but he just lands and he's like, yeah, I yeah, made it. Yeah. Not to mention that his fucking Trans Am is completely yeah, destroyed. He's like, fuck my car. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, we made it. But I guess they're rich, snobby yeah, bitches. It so, for yeah, for him. Uh, so Virginia, although as we, we, she's called throughout the whole, is Ginny. They yeah, Ginny, like yeah. She flips the fuck out because this was her first time ever playing the game. And she's rightfully so. <laughs> she's the Goddamn. new girl in the group. She's flipping the fuck out. She jumps out of the car and basically runs off into the woods. Now, this woods kind of ends up leading towards this little small yeah. cemetery. She goes running off of
2: the woods, and they're all like, we should go after her. And then everyone's like, no, 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 don't worry. She lives right over the hill. Yeah. It's no big deal. She's running home. Yeah, basically. She's fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: And on the way home, she comes to this little cemetery in the woods. And she pays respect to what we learn is her mother's. She stops at her mother's grave, pays some respects, and we see someone creeping around watching her. You mm. see kind of the, a black scarf, black glove, and you see somebody wearing a, a scarf. You can obviously tell in the shadows that's kind of dangling around his uh, or her neck. And God. I'm just for a side note Johnny Walker, double black is smooth tasting scotch. This is going down smooth. So, Johnny Walker, we like you. Throw some money this way. I, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Johnny Walker. Yeah, I'm sure Johnny Walker is can get that banging down the door. Banging, door the sponsor door. horrible horror. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it, it turns out to be one of the guys from the group, which is pretty obvious at this point. But we still don't know his name at this point. I don't know who. It, right. It's like the. I do know. I think it's the creepy foreign guy, not Alfred, but it's like the foreign guy. Yeah,
2: the French guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is mm-hmm. French.
0: Yeah. Um, and he is like, let me walk you home or something like that. He's got and a very bad French accent. Yeah, it's very bad. And he's really kind of creepy about it. She's like, no, I know, I'm fine. And she heads home. But he decides to follow her home anyway and watches her through the window as Ginny has a conversation with her dad before she goes up to bed. <laughs> Not to be outdone by, you know, continue on with this creepy factor. He decides to. Climb the lattice work outside onto her, her it's roof. It's so funny because he's
2: creeping behind the bushes and then he's like looking at like ah, oh, how can I get them to the house? Ah, oh, there's a lattice, and then I can go through the window. Okay, I go. Yeah. You know, and he just jumps, he scales the lattice like he's raped a thousand
0: people before. Yeah, like, just, like a rapey you know? Spider-Man. Yeah. Up he goes. <laughs> and he climbs the roof and is right he opens up Virginia's Jenny's window and climbs right into her bedroom. Like he's done it a thousand yeah. times. Oh god. It's it's like you know, Pepe Le
2: Pew was kind of rapey, too. Oh, he was
0: very rapey.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's just all Frenchmen. Who knows? Maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jenny comes up. She's in her room. She starts putting on some music from her awesome uh, tape player.
2: So disco. Oh, man. So. That was like soft disco. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: And she starts getting a dress so she can take a bath. And uh, she has, I did notice, this is classy. This just shows you how rich these and classy these people are in her private bathroom she has her own bidet
2: yes yes you noticed the bidet too of course i noticed the bidet yes okay good cuz i was i was i was watching it just while I was also cooking breakfast, I was watching on my iPad. I'm just kind of walking around watching it. And I was like, is that a fucking bidet? And I went back and I'm like, it is. I want a bidet. I know. I was like, God, that's class. That's cla-. I mean, that class. Here right I there. am using toilet paper like a sucker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck <the> toilet paper. <laughs> fucking savages. <I> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so the guy watches her for a bit. Like he, he's like, he can't kind of creeps up, watches her to, like the crack in the doorway and then he, he does leave, but he yeah, makes she, a noise. She, the like way she
2: on. gets she gets the sense that someone's there. She screams because she
0: makes a point. They show mm-hmm. her going over and closing and locking the window. Yes,
2: yes, and the window's back open.
0: Yeah, she hears yeah. the noise of it opening mm-hmm. again. So she mm-hmm. when she goes out, she sees it's open. The wind's blowing she screams, in. And she screams and so screams. So she, yeah. and she she takes the guy now drops down to the ground. You see him dropping. He takes off right into the woods. So
2: all right off the bat, Frenchie is suspect. Number suspect one. number one because that's a creepy fucking that's, dude. That's yeah. fucking
0: creepy. Um, so it cuts to the bright sunny day. Um, it, I'm guessing it's the next day. You don't really know for sure. Ginny um, and Anne are late and they're running to the class through the through campus. And they enter the class as Mrs. Patterson is talking to the biology class about the actions that took place the previous night at the tavern about the group of students getting causing trouble. Right. So. Um, <laughs> Now, the, the biology class, they uh, they make a big deal with this galvanized probe and static electricity and twitching frog legs and all that. Yeah, it's, it's and, science 101, essentially, yeah. yeah. And she starts having, just triggers flashbacks in Ginny. Yeah, and it's weird watch, because they they're,
2: she's watching, so the, the professor's like, uh He's also, he's got like a, a shitty German accent. Yeah. Like, so if you pay attention, you'll see that I have the frog leg laid out, you know. Is that that one's more Russian? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah, my accents are off today. That's yeah, all right. Regardless, he's shocking this, you know, frog legs to show the nerves still react to electricity. And then she gets this weird red light like shining on her face, and the camera starts to turn. It's like almost like a Wayne's World flashback. Like, yeah, diddle-doo,
0: diddle-doo, yeah it's it's you early eighties. You know, they gotta be original. So the aspect asp- flashback <laughs> takes us to some sort of old hospital machine she's in. And it's an MRI. It, well, it's it's a, not even an it's MRI. MRI. It's but weird it's, looking. Yeah. It's nothing I've ever seen before. And her head is wrapped in like cloth. Bandages. bandages and, and her body is twitching all over. And the doctor tells her father that she's twitching because her brain tissue is reforming. This is some crazy Star Trek sci-fi medicine going on in this movie. Where's this doctor now? Yeah, where sure, is this? Where sure, is this medical technology? Sure, we'd like to
2: have this medical technology today. Sure you can will. regrow brain tissue. Yeah. What a world! Exactly. Oh wait, it's all bullshit.
0: bullshit. <laughs> so basically, we kind of learned that she, at this point in the flashbacks, she had been in a coma basically for months and is undergoing this new experimental treatment. Um, and the machine starts beeping. And they're taking, they take the head. So it's like, oh, we gotta get out of there, something like that. So they take the headpiece, this plastic dome, like off of her head, and she's she just really sits weird. right up. I mean, it's like she hasn't moved in months, or she's not moving. She also she just sits bolt straight up, eyes open, trying to talk. And the camera zooms out, and but now the doctor, two doctors, and her father are. She's gone. all alone. She's all alone, and she's stuttering something about her birthday. Trying, trying to say something. Something, yeah. and that's it. And then we go back to Jenny in the present day who's talking now to Dr. David Faraday, who is either like her guidance like a therapist. It's it's a therapist. Some, some he's th- he's yeah.
2: like her hardcore Counselor therapist. therapist. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he's talk they're talking about her treatment. And he says something about how the medical procedure is based off of salamander DNA, because salamanders can regrow tissue and limbs. So they so you if a something... salamander loses
2: its a, a tail, it will re- regenerate. So they did
0: something like that with your brain cells or brain tissue, which again in the eighties is Man. what? <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. Ah. I mean, um, I like I like the that she's the first participant. So she's basically like this project's Weapon X, is what she is. Yeah, and and she, you were the one. Wouldn't this be, like,
2: world-shattering oh, news? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't this just be... Everyone would know... Like, do you remember Dolly the Sheep? I'm just about to bring Dolly the Sheep up. Yes, I was just... The I'm... first... Everyone knows this famous fucking sheep from Scotland who was the first cloned oh? sheep.
0: Oh, Sweden. Whatever. Yeah, Dolly. And
2: here is this lady who is in a coma, and all of a sudden, her brain has been regenerated, brought yep. back from... A coma, a coma state, basically brain dead, and now she's back, and she's back one hundred percent, and woo! Yeah, yeah, no one knows. Yeah, no Scientific one knows. in American yeah. magazines, just, nobody cares. It, it's yeah, it's no one talks about it. No. The top ten who are you know, <laughs> it's supposed to be the top ten,
0: don't know shit about no, it. No
2: shit. Oh, she's the new girl in the group.
0: So basically, and this is where we learn that she she has memory loss, but the flashback or the actually triggered something that brought back some, but not all of her memories. So now that sets up the rest of the movie is okay. Now we know she's going to start more and more memories are going to start coming back to her. Now this jumps us to a motorcycle dirt racetrack mid race. The top 10 are cheering on one of their own who is in the race and who. Of course, the top 10 guy wins the race after basically kicking one of the racers off now, the track now, into his, a river. <laughs> to
2: his credit, the other guy was kicking him first. Okay. You know, it was it,
0: it kind of came down to, like, Ben-Hur, you know, that chariot race. I was thinking of, like, the old Sega game, Road Rash, which I used to yeah, play the motorcycle yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, we're basically hitting each other with, like, fucking chains. And yeah, they yeah. each other off it made me think of Ben-Hur when they're the doing chariot. the chariot race yeah. and they're...
2: Going back and forth, and they're racing, and the guy starts kicking them, but the uh, you know the, the top ten dude gets the upper hand and kicks him into the ravine or the, yeah, r- the river creek. Or
0: creek or whatever it is, and he
2: wins. And everyone's like,
0: "Woo!" And so it turns out they that, win
2: two hundred bucks. And yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Steve, I think it's Steve, the one with the crazy. Hit, I don't know any of their names. He is a, a fucking gambler holic. I like is, him. He bets on everything. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. And so it, the winner turned out to be the creepy foreign guy that crept into Ginny's room. And... Um, what was his name again? Estevev or something. No, you know it was... Actually, it is. It, it's something really weird. Because I actually wrote this down to make sure. The top ten. Let's clear mm-hmm. this up. Top ten. Includes Virginia, who's a newbie. Ann, Maggie, Amelia, Rudy, Steve, Greg, Alfred, Bernadette. Oh, I just wrote it down foreign guy. Ah! <laughs> but... It, it I, was like Ilier
2: or something like that. Yeah. On IMDb,
0: it's, it's like... Estevan, Estevine or it's some weird. Sh- it's a weird, stupid ass name. Who cares? Damn it! Uh, I, I like f- it. I like his name. I just f- Is it Iliar? I don't know. Ah, it's foreign guy. I really like his name. So, um, anyway, yeah, we're, Ginny- we're very PC over here. <laughs> Fucking foreign guy. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jenny congratulates him on the win, and he tells her. Of course he was going to win. Because I had you close to my heart the whole time. And he pulls out a pair of Ginny's panties. Yeah. Which is the same pair we saw her take off when yeah, he was trapped in a yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and they're embroidered. Yeah. With, like, like, weird old, flowers. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, yarn embroidered and like, flowers in a heart. It's really weird. Um, so... So, of course, she's like, fuck you. She gets pissed. Yeah, she she was pretty creeped out by him. She should be. That's fucking weird. I'm the
2: weird French guy who stole your panties and wear them when I'm like, have them under my, you know. Under my jumpsuit
0: or my biker suit or whatever it is. So weird. So (laughs) during this scene, they keep showing Alfred, who the entire time is looking pissed off. He's like angry. He's giving like a distinct eye to people for some reason. He's just glaring all around. Again, Alfred being the creepy weird yeah, guy. Yeah, they really, they really throw that down your throat pretty quickly. I'm a creep. So we shift scenes to someone sneaking down a set of stairs, which leads to a garage where the foreign guy is working on his bike. He's tuning it up. He's making, you know, he's just tuning it up while he's wearing his top 10 scarf. Yeah, yeah. And, again, and as I'm- soon as I see this, I'm like, all right. No goods gonna come from that. So I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> while he's,
2: it's a small room. It's not that big a room. No, it's not. It's really not.
0: And he's running this dirt bike quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want a little ventilation? Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, there's the carbon carbon monoxide is just like building up in there. Or you wouldn't you, you have a like a an shit. open garage when you're doing yeah, this? Yeah, no, it's yeah. like a small underground garage yeah it's a small underground <laughs> which is weird because they go downstairs it's yeah. like this concrete underground room I mean I guess there's some kind of it's almost like it's got dirt floors yeah, Like it's... It's, it's not it does have dirt floors but you would think it does yeah, yeah it, it's, it's just weird. it's really rustic I was like there's no goods coming from him wearing the scarf in this scene and the you see the killer slowly approaching from behind this scene's forever it does it, it, they really, it it's an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and more is why because the killer walks so fucking slow in these scenes
2: and obviously he can't hear because yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so he basically walks, the, the killer walks up behind him and just takes the end of the scarf and tosses it into the turning rear wheel. Into the spokes. Into the spokes. And the, this yanks him face first into the tire. And the, you see his face like hit that blood. And, and the killer revs the throttle, causing his face to just get destroyed by, apart, the, yeah. by the the tire being revved in his face. Um, and then just hard cut back to a group of people, the the, the group, the top 10 drinking at the tavern and wondering where foreign guy and Alfred are. So now yeah. they're like, "Where are both these guys. So now they've set up again, Alfred's still not there. And we just saw a foreign guy get killed. So they're really again set up the creepy guy trying mm-hmm. to set him up as but the we, killer.
2: Yeah. So they're, they're Now the suspect is Alfred. Cause the creepy, obviously foreigners so, yeah, dead.
0: For, foreigners dead.
2: So you eliminated your
0: suspect. Yeah. Uh, so after they leave the tavern, Jenny and Anne said, Hey, let's go look for Alfred. And they sneak. They basically, everybody's breaking into everybody's houses here. They break into his house. <laughs> There's just another open window and head into his room. I kind of like the scene. Cause they're drunk. They g- are a little drunk. They're, they're giggling. <laughs> yeah, they're, they are drunk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so in his room, they find several stuffed animals and not, not the toy kind, but several like, you know, taxidermy. Taxidermy. Yeah. and sculpting molds of human heads like, uh, or almost like death masks. They're not death masks. Well, Basically, you, well, well, it almost looks like a death mask. Yeah, but, but they're not. Ma- they're molds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for they're molds. For, people, for anybody out there who watches the show face off on sci-fi, there are the molds people you slap clay on to sculpt masks or do sculpting of a human face on. It's a sculpting mold. Um. So they, but they also spot something sitting in a tray under a cloth, and it looks like it's been bleeding, like there's blood in the tray. Right. So they creep up, and Anne removes the cloth, and they scream because it's the severed head of Bernadette sitting there. And they're like,
1: ah! Yeah.
0: Bernadette's and, the girl from the beginning. Yeah, ah! the, yeah. And there's blood in the tray, and the girls run for the door, but it's locked. And then Alfred appears behind him. He's like, What are you doing here? you getting all creepy. Being creepy. And he's being like, weird. Uh we were worried. and they say they try to you know, be all and it's like, We were worried about you. And we for, you know, you didn't show up at town. We want to check on you. And so he gets all creepy. He's like, If you're good girls, you can be my next model, like Bernadette, my next model. Like- she was a great model. Yeah. And he then pulls out one of Bernadette's eyes and he flips on a light to reveal that it's just a fake head. And it's blatantly obvious when it goes where you can tell it was just mm-hmm. burned, It's The actress's head like yeah, stuck to a yeah, hole, yeah. and then they change the fake one because it's so different. It's night and day. It's night. Yeah, it yeah. is night and day. Um, so basically,
2: he, he, he's like, "I made a mole. He's he. Made I made a, a death, death mask. A death I head. made a burnt dead head. I made a burn death head. Yeah,
0: because you know that's normal. That's exactly. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> so that's that. And we cut to another day. I guess the next day at the school now. And the girls of the group are being questioned by Mrs. Patterson one at a time in her office. And they're being questioned by the disappearance of the two murdered kids. It's like, what do you know? What have you seen them? You were the last one seen with them. Um, Ginny basically gets assigned detention for the most part for some reason. I don't remember why. It was like, yeah, well, you don't want to talk? You're in detention. And she meets up with Ann. And I guess they either blow off detention because they, they just skipped over it. Yeah. She just meets up with Ann. And they decide to get the group together to go to the movie theater. So apparently, this campus has its own movie theater.
2: Uh, it's you know, like some like The, the, do. F, the yeah.
0: VA club or the yeah yeah they're playing High Noon. The Film Association. I love school. Gary Cooper. Yeah. So they're showing. They they go to their movie theater and watch the movie. Um. After the movie, two of the guys get into a scuffle for some reason. I think it's Zapka and. Rudy, I think. Over a girl. Yeah. Because they're one that, it's one of the blondes. It's I don't know their Maggie. fucking names. It's Ma- Rudy and Maggie are like kind of a weird thing. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. it's This is something that's throughout the whole movie, too. They seem to swap the, girls. I was just about to say. They, like, they seem to swap like girls and swap guys. Sweeters. Yeah. Because
0: girl, the guys. They just you keep changing Ru- partners. Rudy and Maggie are supposed to be that thing. But then Maggie gets pissed off when Rudy goes to hit, hit on somebody else. But. Then immediately the she goes other, to somebody but else. The other girls don't care. Yeah. Like, Rudy, start, he's hitting on Maggie. He hits on Amelia. I he hits on Jenny later in the movie. Uh, blonde guy hits on everybody. Steve kisses Maggie in the t- tavern right in front of Rudy. They just, they are, con- I can't
2: keep up. Yeah. Because, they're, I mean, into my, I didn't, I wasn't watching it that closely, but still, it
0: was, they were, they were changing it. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, like boom, every boom, scene, somebody's making out with somebody, and in, in just somebody else. It's like, very incestuous top yeah, ten. Yeah, it's a very swinger-esque. Yeah. It's a swingers club, basically, mm-hmm. is what it is. But, um, so there's a scuffle over a girl. Yeah, there's a scuffle over a girl. And, um, so, uh, Billy Zapka, uh, which is Greg. Greg's his name. Greg is the blonde guy. and us just call him Billy Zapka. Okay, Billy Zapka. And they Billy Zapka gets in his sweet blue tra- uh, Trans Am and drives off. While the others say, like, let's go have a drink at the tavern. You notice they never showed the front of it? I noticed that. Uh, the very next scene, like the very next scene. This killer is creeping around outside of Billy Zapka's house or the, or the blue car. Yeah. Which this, they do show has now been magically restored yep. to perfect condition. Yep. It is in tip-top t- he shape. He must himself. have a hell of a guy. Yeah.
2: You know, everyone's like, oh, don't worry. I got a guy. Who can, I got a guy. I got a guy. I can buff that out. Yeah. I got. I got a guy who I can do guy, that. I got, I got, I got a guy. guy. He must have the best guy so, in town.
0: Uh, so Or we, a stock,
2: just a whole bunch of blue
0: Transams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You, got, you bought like a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy Zapka's in his room or something, and he's lifting weights on like such an 80s oh, home. Oh, this just gym. screamed late 70s, early oh, 80s. And he's it's, wearing the it's, shortest shorts I've ever seen on a woo. man ever. Wow. I think shorts. my briefs are bigger than those. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's this old, It's the old weight set for any, any guy who as a kid and saw his dad lift weights it's basically the you
0: could buy like the Sears catalog right right <laughs> and so
2: what they were made of basically is they're like cement sand. or sand, sand. filled yeah, into a,
0: my dad has like, I grew up with these dumbbells. it's sand into like a plastic ring, ring or plastic thing like, yeah. yeah or the ones
2: I have were actually like concrete just covered in plastic because mm. you know, the Weidman's they're, they're are um, God, I forget the name of the brand I not know it's not my, Weidman, ours, it's, I know
0: what you're talking about I think ours were sand I, yours, I know weeder. weeder Weeder Weeders right. yeah um. So he's bench. He's working out on this bench press, and and he's, he's bench fucking, pressing about a hundred pounds. Yeah, I I didn't do the math because I don't know. I didn't I didn't add it up. Um. And he he sees the killer walk in, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you you it's see the you. You. you see the person walk in, and they basically cut off from like the waist, It's waist down, basically waist you down, you see and you can and see wear-
2: hands, but you can see they're wearing gloves. They're wearing gloves. Yeah. Everybody's and he goes. He goes. Oh hey, what's up? Yeah, our, I, I our group is breaking up. I think I agree. We need to get back together. Something's wrong. So uh, then it's obviously somebody in the group. Yeah. So you
0: know, he's like, add more weight, please. And he's adding more weight and he's bent. Uh, he pressing also tells her that Amelia's coming over because Zapka and Amelia at again at this point we're kind of seen as something, but it doesn't fucking matter because so now that eliminates Amelia. Yeah, because we exactly. It says, well, Amelia's coming over, so we know it's not her. Hmm. Um, and again, the blonde guy asks. Hey, put on more weight for me, which the killer does. So this is the second time now the killer has put on more weight for him on his dumbbells. And this time he he, he struggles to get that bench press. So he's, off ben- the pole. <laughs> he's bench pressing probably 170 pounds, which
2: is a good amount. Um, And he's holding it up. And he's tr- he's trying to return it back to the to to put it to sh- to rack it again.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the rack of the poor whatever. And but he's, he's holding it. it. And the killer moves the rack away. Yeah, she, she pull, or he she whatever uh, pulls the pulls rack the rack away. away and he's, and just he's like, like <laughs> he's just holding it. Go, quit, quit qu- qu- screwing around. Put it back. Put it back. Yeah, his now, arms are
2: shaking. He's sweating. sweating, and he's just like, oh. And the now, best part. <laughs> the kid- the killer, the killer grabs another weight. 25-pound 25 25 weight. 25-pound weight.
0: And she walks, walks around slowly while he's
2: holding it. it, just struggling, going, no, come on, quit screwing around, <laughs> trembling, sweating. The killer walks around the front, holding his 25-pound weight, lifts it up over his nuts, <laughs> and just drops it about four feet yep. onto his nuts. He's like, ah, oh! drops the
0: bar onto his neck. neck. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Blood spurts everywhere. Yeah, we
0: don't see where I mean, if it's on his neck or his face and neck, but yeah, we don't see. it, But we just hear blood splurt, and we see it spluray. You see his hands hit the ground. And oh my blood god! Everywhere.
2: Oh my god!
0: I have a problem with this. Kill. I mean, it's like his head, But just like got popped off like a grape or something like that.
2: I mean, really? If it was such a struggle, What if you've lifted weights before, when you're at failure, you're—it just—it's going to start coming down on you. You're not just hold; you don't fail with your arms locked. It starts coming down. It'll, it'll come. You're like, oh, it'll slowly start to lower onto you. Another thing, bench press like that, you roll. That's you're just like roll, roll you just roll. Just roll to the side, and like the pole
0: be like. Yeah, you hit the bench and you just roll off the other yeah. side. Or
2: you can kind of lower it to your waist. And like, yeah, you know what?
0: 170 pounds is heavy, but it's not that fucking heavy. Well, my, the only thing, I, I, I thought the same thing. But then the, I, I the kind of I guess to make the argument that why he didn't just slowly lower it down. Or so he was still trying to hold it on. And obviously this was a killer. The killer was something he knew. So he, I guess he thought this person would eventually just yeah, the Yeah, that's or, what I was thinking too. And then like, okay, he, he, the killer drops a trifle pound weight on his fucking junk. And that is what like he's like oh and he like that's caused him like lose his grip so I I see both sides of that but I I had issues with the two he could just roll to the, the side hilarity and, but, of yeah. it
2: is they drop twenty five pounds on his onto nuts. his nuts yeah on his nuts <laughs> <laughs> which honestly is
0: hilarious yeah. I'm sorry I I love it I love it I love it too so the killer is then seen getting into his sweet blue uh transam as Amelia walks by into his dorm room carrying pizza in a six pack sweet and. Uh just where I finally heard the guy's name was Greg. And she enters the room and the body and the blood are gone. Everything's clean. She the killer just cleans this fucking thing up. I super spin and span. Like no blood anywhere. Like it's unbelievable the amount of clean that a person would have had done. Cleanage? Cleanage, yeah. I don't have the name of the word. <laughs> Cleanage. I made it up. Um, <laughs> this takes us to the next day, and the group is attending the Crawford Academy Soccer Game. Which is fucking awful to watch. I it, don't know, I kinda liked it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was so poorly done. I mean, like for I like, you could I mean, obviously it's a scripted sporting event which aren't the easiest thing to do, but watching I'm not even talking about just like the people with the ball, Rudy, the my member the top ten is on the team who's dribbling the ball and trying to be a hero. But when you when I watch the opposing team like supposed to defend against Rudy, it's Awful. They're yeah, just they like, just run right past they're him. Just not even right, some of them aren't even running past him. They're just running alongside him. He's like, like, oh, I can't. He, he, Oof, guy's like, you can get see the there. guy, the actor, the actually mm-hmm. like, I'm not allowed to touch the ball. But he's like, <laughs> he's like right there. It's like All he has to do is like stick his foot up. He's like, I can't touch the ball. I can't touch the ball. I just have to run along this guy.
2: Now, I I, I, I agree with that. And I, I totally know what you're talking about. I guess the thing that I liked about it is it just looked so prep school. They really captured the essence of prep school. Like, it was a great pitch. And the the clock towers in the background. Everyone field for the non soccer. Oh, okay. Fans. Yes, the soccer field. Well, it's a pitch. Thank you. And uh, there, it's it it's very picturesque. It's very prep
0: school. I mean, if they if you I just took a... it, it's in a nice field. Mm-hmm. Except for if this is a prep school, they would probably have their own. Oh, I don't know, stadium or arena or something. Playing. It's, it's, it's the eighties, Marshall. I know, but it's just they threw like some metal bleachers on the grass and said. Here you go. <laughs> and did you notice all the cheerleaders had Crawford spelled yeah, Crawford, out? Crawford, like, C, am the C, I'm the R. the R, I'm the W, I'm
2: the uh, D. Yeah. You know, it's like they're just, they all have different letters, and they're all like, yay, yeah. they're doing a cheer. They actually had a Crawford cheer, and half of them didn't know what the fuck no, they were doing. They did not. There's like, left shark in this shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, was, left it was, shark. <laughs> it was pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Rudy's not the only one I think. We actually learned that. The creepy guy, Alfred, is actually the goalie who wears his same, like, skull cap, even in goal. Like, he wears the same hat all the he's time. He's always got this, like, dark brown skull cap Brown or, like, like Al, army the, green. Army green yeah. brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But he never takes this thing off, and he's the goalie. Um, so, <laughs> so, anyway, after the game, um, the R- Rudy, the hero, asked Ginny to meet him at the chapel. For some weird reason. Well, cause, weird.
2: well, he he's like, I won the, yay, yay, yay. He got the winning goal. Yeah. And he yeah, yeah, I win. And then she comes up. Everyone's like, all the top ten are giving him high fives. And he goes, hey, I'm sorry for being a jerk. I'm sorry for starting that fight. And she goes, it's okay. We all-. He goes, yeah, I, I really like you. You want to meet at the chapel later? And she's like, okay, sure, I'll meet you at
0: the chapel. At the chapel? At the chapel. What the fuck? Yeah. And, of course, this pisses Maggie off because Maggie is the one who, at the beginning of the movie, is seen with him the most. It's supposed to be like his girl. But again, this is where we keep talking about the swapping, like they yeah. just go back like, and forth all the time. To, she
2: was also kind of with that the guy who gambles a lot. Every
0: yeah, day. like so it's it, so weird. and they
2: look a lot alike, so it's hard to tell them apart. Amelia like one and Maggie just has are both blonde. It well no, no, no I'm talking about the guys. I mean, oh, because yeah. because the guys one has dark bushy hair, the other one has lighter bushy hair. I mean, but like still like, the
0: game, the guy has longer, really crazy bushy hair. Rudy is more black with yeah, more yeah. like a pompadour almost like but still, kind gym, of bushy. Gypro. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, and then Billy Zabka is the blonde who stands yeah. out.
2: Obviously, so. you can tell Billy Zabka off right away, but he's yeah. dead. So yeah, he's yeah.
0: dead. Um. So anyway, on his he's running to the chapel in his sweaty soccer gear. He doesn't even get like, "Hey, I'll meet you after I change or shower." He's straight in his gear, runs to the chapel. No, he didn't.
2: I didn't get that. But anyway, go on. But yeah, he's he's
0: going. He's leaving campus. He, I thought he, I thought
2: he was going to his dorm.
0: No, he stops. At the garden and He stops near this little rose bush And we see him kind of Re-bury something When I, when I saw him
2: stop at, I thought Oh he's gonna pick flowers I For think her supposed to think. That's what I thought I was yeah. like Oh what a cute romantic gesture no, he, You don't see one
0: nope. he's re-buried, But there's something That was previously buried there That's kind of Showing through the dirt So he like reburies it He's burying evidence I'm and thinking the, okay And, this and then is he the runs off again So now he's magically Changed clothes Because in the very next scene Is him and Jenny In the chapel And This is where I first first learned his name is actually Rudy. So it's been a while into the movie now. And he's leading her up to the bell tower. And the whole time, he's just reciting really creepy poetry. Like, really weird shit about death and all sorts of weird stuff.
2: Don't be sad if we die, for we will be living forever amongst the undead. Yeah, it's really weird. And and he's doing great voices. He's, like, kind of harnessing Vincent Price
0: in a way. Like, he's doing doing like. Quasimodo impressions and all sorts of stuff and uh like Renfield and stuff yeah yeah uh, so he gets to the top of the, the tower and he's like hey let's cut the rope to the bell that'll be funny ha 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 and he that's pull- just a dick move yeah, it is just a dick move I don't understand so the yeah there's there's
2: they're in the chapel and they go up in the tower where the bell is so I guess the the minister whoever comes by to ring the bell actually physically pulls the rope yeah. Ding dong, ding dong, to, single, to signal what time it is. Yeah. So, essentially, he's just saying, if I cut the rope just enough, when he pulls on it, it will break. And that's it. That's yeah, the gag. That's, it's like, it's yeah, it. just a dick move. And it's even not that. like,
0: that's stupid. Yeah, Don't that's, do that. that's dumb. But yeah. he
2: pulls out a knife. And he's being fucking creepy the whole he time. He is being creepy. And really he pulls creepy. out a knife, and he slams her, like, the only route of escape for her to get away. Is the trap he door. He shuts it. And he, he slams it shut, it shut with yeah. his foot opens up a knife and starts approaching S- her starts
0: really slowly walking towards with his crazy knife. eyes. Yeah, he does. But then just boom, quick cut to the floor of the chapel and we see blood dripping down from the bell tower opening in the floor and the priest walks in. He walks over to the rope. He rings the bell once and the rope comes falling down and the frayed ends all bloody. And we next see Ginny rushing into the hospital and she has another flashback. when I, she's,
2: I, Before we get to that. Okay. The priest, when he pulls it, he goes, Jesus Which I thought was kind of funny. But he picks up the rope, he looks at it, it's bloody and frayed, and then he sees the blood splatter. Yeah. And the The priest just starts going, Help murder yeah. murder, murder! I'm like, What? <laughs> what <laughs> You got murder from like a small pile of blood. I mean, yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, I need to investigate. Something wrong happened, but he just immediately leaps. Yeah,
0: straight to murder. murder. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he, it's, he, he. It's so weird. Huge jump to the conclusion there. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> in the hospital, Ginny's has another flashback triggered when a man in a gurney gets ro- uh, rolled past her with and, a fucking huge head injury. Yeah, I mean, there's it, blood everywhere. Blood, his head's basically just mush. Yeah. And this flashback is of, of Jenny getting brain surgery herself. And, I mean, it's just, she's, you know, you actually see her, the scalping cut open and brain and her brain swells. It's pretty swells. graphic. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty so good. Like, replacing the bone flap and everything. Yep. Yeah. And, and then it's right back to her freaking out in Dr. Faraday's office. So now she's gone from the whole hospital. Flashback straight to therapist's office. So I don't know how she gets there. Or how she Yeah,
2: it was a very confusing. Like, why is she at the hospital? She asked for the doctor. Is the doctor's office in
0: the hospital? I thought she was running there to check on Well, it's it's fuck it. It's revealed there that really Rudy- this is the
2: problem. This is this is a really shitty well this is a shitty edited scene because guy's coming at her with a knife, cut to the preacher with the blood on the floor, screaming murder. Then you see Ginny running in the hospital. It's like, Okay, I thought she might have been dead. She's not dead. No. What happened? Exactly, and she's asking about Doctor Faraday or David Doctor Faraday. Cuts to that weird
0: scene, and then it cuts to her in the office of yeah, Doctor Faraday. It makes it's really confusing it's where what, what it's yeah. a really bad edit. Because the first time you see the doctor, I thought I thought okay, is this mm. guy on campus? Like, is he like because she's at the school? Then he's he sure, in the office. Sure, so and the really office is a
2: very he, it's like uh, if. A he, nice big office. Yeah, and and you don't have nice big relaxing offices in a hospital. No, you really, might have a small office where you actually practice out of, and you go to do your paperwork or whatever. Yeah, it's really confusing.
0: It is. It is confusing. Um, so anyway, Faraday. We after that, he's now at his house, and he hears a radio report that talks about the missing students, and that's um, and then. And then, so he goes to the school. He's like, "All right, all these students." Are busy. He goes to the school now. He goes to Crawford Academy, where we see cops and detectives are interviewing students. It's like a they're all cracker. in the library. Everybody, yeah. it's like one but big, massive investigation mm-hmm. going on now.
2: People are murmuring, "It's like, oh, so they're they're, they're dredging the bottom of the river. They're yeah. looking for the bot. They're looking for bodies now."
0: And now, outside, one of the kid's scarfs is un- the one ro- is unearthed in the rose garden. Same rose garden that. Rudy was yeah, burying it's right. It's where we mm. saw him burying thing, and it, it's a buried scarf, and um, and then in Jenny is in the library, and she's walking down one of the aisles, and Rudy's body just comes. I don't know. Or falls down from the ceiling, like right in front of her, face down, or you know, just dangling around. She screams. She's like, ah! she turns to run as Rudy's body falls to the ground, but Rudy grabs her ankle again. All the jog. All prank. Yeah. So, and he says, "Why'd you leave me when we were in the bell tower?
2: I cut my hand on the rope really yeah. bad. I had to get fifteen stitches. His hand is bandaged. Yeah, up. it is. So that's where the blood came from. Yep. That's what happened. And that's that's the swerve.
0: Yeah. So back outside, poorly, poorly executed. It is poorly executed. So back outside, the cops also dig up a human skull, but after further investigation, it's fake. Because it belongs to the Property. of Science the mm-hmm. Crawford Science Department, so at this point we can just see Rudy is just I mean, obviously making really bad pranks he's a prank I guess because he's the one who drops the mouse into the beer, so he's the prankster mm. yeah he, he the bad rope prank the mm. the I'm dead falling out of the ceiling prank yeah, and now yeah, I'm yeah. hiding a scarf and a skull in a rose garden prank so um and nothing after that, nothing comes of it. You know, he's just he's just thinking this is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, that's not very funny. <laughs> so Jenny now is somehow back with Dr. David Faraday again, and he s- tells her that it's her birthday is on Sunday. And he she invites him over to dinner. So, hey, come on over for dinner or something like that. And this cuts immediately to the group smoking weed in the pool house, like, but underneath the pool. It's really weird. It's like they're down this Concrete, like, underground walkway. But the pool is right next to because there's this cutout where there's a window that le- looks into the pool. Underwater. Underwater. Oh. Like, in the deep end. So, it's, like... It's a really so bizarre little—it's hard to describe. Yeah, you just got to see it. It is so hard to describe. So it's
2: kind of, I guess, the maintenance area where they keep equipment or I yeah. guess the pool is heated that, or something. But I just
0: like, why would there be a window? So it's, it's a
2: maintenance area, and it has a window into the pool. I guess the Olympic-sized pool that the school has, yeah. what have you. So they're all smoking a doobie, hanging out, yep. chit All And this is where it gets weird because Rudy starts kissing Virginia. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. This, this is so
2: weird. And other people are like they're they're the women are the women and men are all mixed matches. Yeah. Now. So they're all with different people all of a sudden. And they're all like smoking yeah, weed nobody laughing.
0: cares that he's kissing Ginny now, even though he's basically Maggie's girlfriend and, or boyfriend. And it's, it's fucking it makes no sense. Um, it's impossible to keep track of. And, and at this point, it's just who fucking cares. Yeah. Don't even try. Um, so as they're chatting and smoking, Ginny sees the body of a girl sink to the bottom of the pool through the window and her eyes are closed so it looks like she's dead she just yeah, drops and she's she just singing, to the pool
2: and she's getting high and she's had these weird flashbacks so she freaks out yeah, and runs she away she takes
0: off running out to her car in the parking lot now what? everyone's like what? what's, what's what going on Virginia
2: what's going on they look over and the girl the girl who sunk to the bottom all of a sudden looks up and goes hey everybody
0: yeah, and she just swims <laughs> and swims to the surface <laughs>
2: Swims to the surface. Like, she just likes to look like she's dead. Like, I just like float. to sink to the bottom. Uh. Well, that'd be a pretty fun gag. If you knew people were smoking weed, yeah. I would do that, too. I'd probably be like, <laughs> act like I'm dead, float by. And then people are like, ew, I'd be like, ha-ha. That's what she
0: did. She just like, got him. <laughs> so Jenny's driving home now. And she gets more flashbacks of herself drowning now. Now she's drowning somewhere. And it's a, it's a pretty short flashback, yeah. but it's her drowning. And she heads back to the cemetery, to her mom's grave. And, again, we see someone following her. And she we all do know that this time, at the grave, she keeps, like, in this little tin box or little metal box, she keeps a pair of uh, guard shears yeah. to yeah. trim yeah. and mm-hmm. keep the, the, the grave looking keep nice. Keep the grounds looking nice. Yes. So it turns out the person following her is Alfred this time. And he comes up behind her, reaches into his coat pocket, and is about to pull something out. When Ginny spins around, she sees him and stabs him in the stomach with the garden shears that she keeps next to her mom's grave. So, Alfred falls down dead while Ginny just stands over him, completely emotionless.
2: Now, Alfred was stalking her. He has the gloves on. Yeah, he, he has, has the black gloves. gloves on that the killer has always seen wearing. Indeed. He's reaching into his pocket. He pulls something out. And then she fucking stabs him right in the gut. Bam. Like, yeah. Bam. <laughs> and he falls to the ground. She has
0: no emotion. His hand starts to open. Oh, yep. And it has a rose, a white, a white rose. rose
2: oh, he was trying to be sweet and give her a flower. Because
0: it, throughout the whole movie, he's like, "Hey, can I buy you a beer? Can I buy you a mm-hmm. beer?" But apparently, it's, it's, it's no. The rules of the top ten is nobody can buy each. They, everybody has to buy their own beer. Yeah. But then one time, she says like, "Alfred, you can buy me that beer now, or something like that." Mm-hmm. So Alfred, yeah. I guess, has the crush on her. I want to be a member of the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone just buys their own drinks. Um. <laughs> so now we cut to Ginny's dad who, back at his house, and he's rushing around. And he's obviously hate, really hastily packing because he, he has to leave on some sort of work emergency. And he tells you that he promises to be back by Sunday afternoon for your birthday. And he leaves. He drives off. He's gone. Um, the very next scene is the school dance. And yeah, which is at a disco. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, I, oh, I it's, it's, it's supposed it's, to be like the gymnasium or something. It's, but. it's a disco. <laughs> the light,
2: the floor is flashing. There's disco music. I don't think the floor is No, no, is there's, there's, they are, there are. There... They have lights that like. Nope, we no.
0: nope, nope. The floor is flashing. It's a fucking disco. All right, I don't think I missed that. I'm still saying it's like somewhere in the uh, school gymnasium or something. Cause, it's a disco. Because it's a, I don't know, it's a school dance. It's a sweet disco. There's disco music. There's I'm disco. I'm not saying there's not disco music. Disco dancing. You could decorate, like proms, decorate with lights and all that. But anyway. Disco. disco. Everyone's dancing it up, having a good time. Disco. St- disco. Now, Steve. Disco. Starts putting let's the go. moves on Jenny. Yeah. And who they just saw making out with Rudy in the pool. So Steve's like, fuck you, Rudy. I'm going to make out with the girl now.
2: Again, what we were talking exactly. about. Everyone, just, everyone um, just
0: swapping around. And so she's like, hey, you know, and he starts putting on the moves and like, let's get out of here. And she's like, accepts it. She's like, all right.
2: This is my favorite part. She goes, she's just like, yeah, maybe we can go back. I make a really good midnight snack.
0: Are you hungry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: Are you hungry? He's just like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> so, they leave and um Jenny tells Steve to meet him outside, and she tells Anne that she's going to leave with Steve and and like, "Wait, what?" and she follows him. Um and now this is where again, I see Maggie, Amelia, Anne, and Maggie are all dancing with guys who aren't members of the top 10 at this point. So, Um, we cut to Ginny and Steve lounging in front of a lit fireplace in Ginny's house. This, 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 this scene that they
2: set up is amazing. This looks like something out of, like, um... Kind of like a 70s ski lodge or late seventies, oh, totally. early. I mean, yeah, it's a big fire. He's laying down with like. It's like the only thing are missing, like the bearskin rug. It, it's the only thing that's missing is a bearskin rug. He's like laying down with a glass of wine or like a glass of cognac. Yeah, they're drinking wine, and he's just laying. In, he's got the turtleneck sweater. He's just laying down <laughs> in front of it, big roaring fire. She comes up with like. It's not quite fondue, but it's skewers. It's it's they're it's, fucking shish kebabs. Yeah, they're shish kebabs on fondue skewers. Yeah, like it, but shish kebabs. Yeah, yeah. She makes like big I mean, but proper fondue, I mean, yeah, they're
0: like big metal skewers. It's, it's proper shish yeah,
2: kebabs basically. Proper handles and they're yeah. feeding each other and eating. She did make a midnight snack. Yeah. She I, does make a good midnight snack.
0: But so actual food. Th- yeah, I mean shish kebab, I mean that's like real steak. I mean, they look good. Yeah. So, I thought she was talking about sex. Um, apparently she really was talking about yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> So they they kiss a bit. Yeah, they're smooching, feeding and then each Ginny other. And feeds him a Like He holds it out, and he takes it away. He's like, Argh. and he takes the first bite off. He eats it. And he goes in for a second bite when she fucking stabs the skewer straight in the back of his throat. And he's just killing him. He's like, oh. it's pretty brutal. It is. That's a fucked up way to go.
2: Yeah, it you is. think you're going to get laid? You're eating steak, roaring fire, drinking some wine, only missing the bearskin rug. You got a turtleneck. You're good to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get stabbed in the throat for a metal skewer. Damn it. <laughs> so Ugh. the next day, Anne pulls up in her car outside Ginny's house. And she's honking, hollering. She wakes up a hungover Ginny. She looks fucked up. Yeah,
2: she's like, what? What's going on? She's waking up. She's like, like God damn. I don't damn. Know
0: anything from last night. Which, uh, that's important. She's like, what time is it? It's past noon. Yeah. So she's been. So Ginny's like, yeah. fuck it. She tosses the keys out the window and She's like, hey, I let yourself in. I'm going to go take a shower. So in the shower, Jenny has more flashbacks of her in the car with her mom, who has obviously been drinking and driving. This is this
2: is the best. So this is the longest flashback. It is.
0: It, it, well, one, Yeah, they get longer from here on out. It's a
2: big flashback of the mom driving. She's so it's it's pouring down rain, yeah, heavy heavy rainstorm, pouring down rain, and she's just uh, she just can't see. And my first thought is. Just pull the fuck over. Exactly. But then I see her grab a
0: bottle of whiskey and just starts
2: chugging it, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, here we go.
0: Now it's getting better." And so they come to the drawbridge, which mm-hmm. we see in the beginning, and the car gets stuck on the bridge. So she's as she's shit faced,
2: and she's like, those, "Those motherfuckers! It's your birthday, those motherfuckers!" Say it. She's saying yeah. she's just drunk yeah. and just can't drive. Your father's a piece of shit. She's driving. Yeah. The car and is stuck on the bridge. The daughter says, Mom, the bridge, the bridge. The bridge is coming up, but she slams on the brake and skids mm-hmm. onto the bridge. So now the front part of the car is on one side of the bridge and the back side of the car is on the other. Yeah, and and the bridge is going up.
0: And it opens up and the car falls into the river. Now it's pretty cool. It is pretty it's cool. pretty cool because again,
2: this was back in the old yeah, days, the, the wild days. Effect. They
0: dropped a car into a fucking river. Dirty
2: hairy, crazy Larry days.
0: Which they had it, which I was. They did it with two different cars or multiple. Yeah, ones. yeah, because they showed they sh-
2: multiple shots. They show it
0: four times. Yeah, and three of the four times the car hits the water upside down, like
2: like hood of the car first.
0: Yeah, roof of yeah. the car first. Roof of the car down. first. Yeah, and but on the fourth time they show it, the car hits right side up, like like tires first. <laughs> like yeah, why? Are you- Somebody you just went, showed it three times in a row. Yeah. Landing one way. <laughs> your editor was asleep at the wheel <laughs> on that one. Like, who's watching? is like, all right, upside down, upside down, upside down. And he clearly shows right. So I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Like, who? Where's your quality control? Who missed that? What are they? you're driving a sweet
2: fucking big Ford Fairlane. Uh, yeah, the just, car is amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're rich, so
0: yeah. Oh. Like, why even. Show the fourth one if the fourth one's fucked up. Just leave it at three. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need a fourth to fuck it up. (laughs) So the car sinks and Phil starts filling with water as Jenny and her mom are trapped inside. And her mother's like, take a deep breath. And swim to the surface while I open the door. And she's like, "No, mom." She's like, "Do it." So she opens the door. So
2: and I'm thinking to myself, why doesn't the mom try? But she—they show her kind of like struggling with the seatbelt. I, I think they tried to show that she it's was very, like very. If they do, it's very glossed over that mom's trapped. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. doesn't mom try to make a run for it well, too? Both of them just swim to the yeah. surface. Yeah, but she's like, they, they, she doesn't say, "I'm stuck. I'm trapped." But I think they kind of because she her head she's not. Raising her head above the water because Jenny's like sitting up. The water is probably about where the collarbone. Collar,
0: is. Yeah. Collarbone level.
2: So Jenny's keeps rising up a little bit higher in the water, but the mom stays at one spot. So it's kind of given the impression that she's stuck, but it's really poorly done because it it, they don't, they don't again, establish it very well. Yeah.
0: And so she does. She opens the door. Water floods in. Jimmy's Jen, Jenny. Swims away to the surface, leaving her mom to drown in the car. And it was kind of graphic. Yeah, they showed the mom's face underwater. She's ah screaming. Bubbles are flying where She's fucking drowning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now we're ba- jump back to the present day. Jenny snaps out of her daze, and her whole bathroom is flooded with water from the bathtub overflowing. And she pulls back the shower curtain and finds Anne's body submerged under the water, eyes open, looking dead.
2: This was really weird because they did this weird. Flash back and forth between Ginny screaming body in the tub. Ginny's screaming body in the tub. Ginny first pulls back and looks at the body drowned under the tub. Yeah. She's screaming. They flash at Ginny screaming. They flash back to the body. The body now has a slit yeah. throat. Severed head. And there's yeah. blood everywhere. Yeah, I, everywhere. Really she like, why she they screams. They go back and now the water's clear.
0: Well, yeah, it, it's not just not just her, it's a like completely severed head. It's like neck. Up, yeah, no buy and just bloody ass water. I don't. Oh. And I, at this point, everyone, I'm not sure what's happening anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with this. Like, why is this happening? The editor kind of sucks. The, the editor just lost his fucking mind somewhere in this movie because we it, had it, we <laughs> had problems with
2: the bell tower, we had problems with the drawbridge, and now we got problems. Car, and now here, the, the editor's yeah. just like all over the place.
0: Yeah. Who knows what happened? So she starts screaming out, "David, David, help!" And all of a sudden, David finally is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like What? <laughs> David's in his office Huh? huh? Oh I, like, I hear Ginny crying I, cry. Cry. <laughs> yeah, I must go <laughs> <laughs> He's gone Yeah And <sighs> so David Ferry Is entering Ginny's house As Ginny tells him Like I killed Anne I killed Anne And he's like Slow down Slow down Show me Show me like, no, no. He, dra- he drags her I, I don't know how therapeutic
2: this was. Yeah. You know, she's screaming. She's in her underwear. She's all, all she's got is like a t-shirt on. And he's just he's this old man, just grabs her in her panties and just dragging her upstairs, like, you show me! Yeah, you show me! I'm like, if you just turned it on and that's what you saw, you'd be like, Oh, this is a rape scene. <laughs> but he's dragging her upstairs, like, you show me the body, you show me the body. And you know she's screaming and fighting, and she opened, He finally opens the door, and there's nobody. No, right. no, nobody. No blood. No, no, what the whatever the fuck is going on? The water's all gone. The yeah. floor's completely yeah, yeah, dry. Yeah. Everything's
0: pristine. And so they're downstairs now, talking in front of the fireplace. And he asks, her, like, what relates the trauma to her friends? Like, what's right. this connection? And she's like, the bridge. So she has this, uh oh. And he tells her that. He, David says, like, "Okay, I'll stay with you till your father gets home." Right, and so they hang out. It's now midnight, so it's now officially her birthday. It's, it's Sunday the, at twelve. It's almost. my birthday. It's my birthday. So now we cut to the cops searching the woods along the road out front of Jenny's house. As the detective pulls up to her house and starts knocking on her door, David answers, "Like, hey, I want to talk to Jenny." She's like, "Nope, she's not feeling well." Um, and detective tells David that Ann is now gone missing. So, uh oh. Um, David reads, he's reading the newspaper and, and he's like, What? Some catches his eye, but you don't see what it is right away. Yeah. And he goes to tell Ginny that Ann is missing and shows her the paper. And the front page is all the missing students. So it's a five or six missing
2: students. Yeah. All that. And it hashtags. tells their names, their, their school photos, and what's happening. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we get another fucking flashback um, of before the accident. And this is on a previous birthday party. This is like the big, big flashback. Long flashback. Big, big long yeah. one. And Ginny's mother. Was playing a birthday party out in like this little cottage that's on like the back acres of their land, yeah. like this little tucked away cottage. And the mothers invited all the missing students to the party. And
2: she even says, This is the richest of the rich, the, the most elite. Yeah. These are the most elite students at Crawford Academy. Yep. So, and nothing's too good for my, my daughter. Exactly. And I'm none of them show up. And none of them are there. The party is at four, it's five o'clock, and she, mom's getting
0: hammered. Yeah. And uh, you can hear the thunderstorm start rolling in from the distance. The Phone rings, it's her father calling to tell her that he can't make it home because again, he's out- away on work, some work emergency. And Jane's like tells her mom that she heard the others talking about a party at Ann's house, mm. and that's why no one showed up because they all went to Ann's birth or Ann's party. So Mommy Dearest decides to crash Ann's party, <laughs> Mommy Dearest, yeah, so, she does, but she never makes it past the security gate. She and the gate man, this is
2: like. Really smacks of desperation oh, This mom so And so bad. it was
0: really It was It kind
2: of gave you a good idea Of what the, the Mom is fucked up This
0: was like Something you would see Almost like I, You would see this Like a nowadays Like a housewife show Like right. I could see like A housewife of New Jersey Some drunken house Like you Just going so crazy So this is kind of This
2: is the sense I got from it Is that Mom used to be white trash And is now rich yeah. Like married rich Or fell into money somehow and she was like, you're not good. You're not too good for my daughter. I'm rich now. You let her in. I can buy it. I will never be bought again. I have money. She's like pounding on the gates. Yeah, it's it's, exactly what she's doing. It's pouring down rain. She's getting wet. Just total white trashing it out. Yeah. You know I mean? You can take the white trash out of the, I don't know. Trailer park. Trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the white trash. Yeah. She's banging on the gates. Yeah, and she's like, and, would, yeah, I'm never
0: going to be bought off again.
2: Yeah, and, and the security guy like, go home. home. Yeah. Take your daughter and go home. Get like, out of here. It's
0: like, you rich suck-up. Mm-hmm. She says, like, I swear those rich suck-up assholes will pay. She makes him yeah. a threat, and we snap back to Ginny waking up, screaming in bed while David tries to calm her down, and she manages to get away from him. She runs off, and we see someone pick up a fireplace poker, walk down the hallway. The camera shows a barefooted girl holding the poker, but we don't see the face. Yeah. And she walks up behind David and it bashes him over the head. Killing Jesus him. But je- It's not just the head. Like, it, this thing goes, like must have gone like through his head because it shatters a closet door. I, his skull must be made
2: of like, plexiglass. Yeah, or you jello know? or something like that. Because yeah, blood explodes everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's blood is... Everywhere I mean, it's like it's, his head shattered. It was like an eggshell. Yeah, you it's know, like just, the
0: scene in the original Halloween where Michael Myers like breaking through the closet to get Lori show. It's kind of like that. I mean, this firebug just shatters this goddamn closet door, and blood is everywhere. everywhere. It just it from from floor to ceiling,
2: covered. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> i, it, I going say his head must be kind of like a, a, a Gallagher watermelon, right? It's like yeah. If, if you're a Gallagher, smash. <laughs> yeah, what, that's what He's, happens to this guy's head. Um, <laughs> Anyway, outside, Jenny's father is pulling up, and he gets out of the car with wrapped birthday present. So he's being, he's like, "Oh, you remember? I made it back. I made it home in time." He goes inside and he covers, puts gifts down, and covers him with his coat because he wants to be a big surprise. He's like, "Jenny, I'm home, Jenny, Jenny." And he's like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" So he goes upstairs and he finds the blood drenched room, but the body is gone. He just sees blood everywhere, and he just goes nuts. He's like, "Jenny, Jenny, 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 Jenny!" Jenny. Yeah. So he makes his way out to the cemetery where he spots a girl in a raincoat. And he runs up to her, spins around. But it's not Jenny; It's Amelia yeah. looking like she's in a deep trance holding yeah. a birthday present. This is so weird. I thought so, too. Like, what the fuck is happening? She's Why? standing
2: in the pouring rain, staring at the cottage, just like. And she looks like she's fucking gone. Yeah. Like, no, lights like lobotomy, are on. Like nobody's yeah. home. Like
0: why? The guy spins it makes no around, sense
2: to me. and she's just looking through him. Like I, it's it's gone. Like yeah, she don't
0: understand what's happening. Either. Yeah,
2: she's just gone.
0: Um, so the father rushes off to the cottage. and well, you know, he then he rushes over to the cemetery. No, the, this, he, the cemetery is first, and then the. Cottage. Oh, okay,
2: well, we didn't talk about the cemetery. Rush to the cemetery. There's a. There's, well, that's
0: what's coming up. It's, yeah. Go go on go on. You're, you're, I lost track. You're go on. Lost track. All right, so he, he we we yeah he rushes off to the cottage, but as he's going there, he in the cemetery. He comes along a dug up grave, a dug up casket, and he opens up the casket, and it's empty. Uh, there's nothing in there, and he, <laughs> but then he just looks to his left or his right. He just like looks to the side, yeah. and he sees the dead body of, Doc, of of David Faraday. Just like, how did you not see that originally? Like right there. Well, I
2: mean, it's dark, it's raining,
0: there's thunderbolts. I mean, I don't. Know. But it's like you would think a dead body like right next to a cat. Anyway, he finds the body. He finally makes it to the couch. It's all dark inside. But in through the darkness, we can see the outlines of people sitting around a table. He's like yeah. head, an outline of a head or some shoulders. And the ta- table has what looks like an old, old cake on it, like in the middle of the – and it's party hats around in front of each person. And he spins around the bodies around, and it's decayed, the decayed corpse of his wife. Uh, Jenny's mother, Estelle. There's maggots on oh, there's it. Maggots. It, it. It really looks, looks, looks... pretty fucking gross. It does. a good like job. Yeah. It looks like it's been sitting there for
2: a while. A long
0: time. <laughs> it's gross. And so in comes Jenny singing happy birthday to me and carrying... big, beautiful cake. Big, beautiful cake with candles, adorned with candles. She places the cake on the middle of the table and the light from the candle illuminates the room enough to see all the bodies of the murdered kids sitting around the table. So you got
2: all the kids that have been murdered all set in a place. Yeah, yeah.
0: And seeing her father, she picks up a car like a cutting knife, and she approaches him. And she takes his hand and she leads him to an empty chair at the table. She's, and and dad
2: is like he's just stunned. going, he's, like, he what just, the he's f- just like
0: stupefied. He's just going,
2: <laughs> Judy. <Jenny. laughs> yeah, he, he's he's. This is where I kind of lose a little bit. I'm like, he just goes. and you see all these dead bodies your fucking bonkers daughter and all he does is close his eyes the whole time he just closes his eyes like no
0: no yeah i'm like really dude yeah come on so i just want (laughs) to wake up he he sits down and she places a part head on his head which is kind of funny yeah and she blows out the candles and cuts the cake he starts blaming himself like what did I do to you? The doctors were yeah, so sure. He starts
2: saying weird shit like the doctors were so sure you'd be okay, you'd be alright, you know, this weird experimental thing that you know was just glossed over the beginning, yeah. now comes all the way to the end. Exactly. You know. And
0: she's like he's Jenny's starting to shout out, bastard and she spins and slits the father's throat with the, the the cutting knife. Like the flick of her
2: wrist, yeah, his just throat like Right slashed. gone.
0: He falls over dead. Dead. Now, Ginny goes, she turns up the light from a kerosene lamp, and she turns towards the body of one of the girls. We see is slumped over on the table, her head on the table. Who we think is, what's her name? You, you probably think, you're supposed to think it's Anne. Right. And she says, now for you, bitch. <laughs> she lifts up the body of the girl and brushes the hair aside to reveal that it's Ginny. Yeah, it's so Ginny. So now we have Ginny 1 and, and Ginny, Ginny two. 2. So Ginny 1 calls Ginny 2 little sister. Right. And Ginny 1 starts cleaning off Ginny 2 and takes off the blue top she was wearing to reveal the same white dress. So they're wearing the same thing. Yeah. Ginny 1 tells number 2 to take a good long look. And Ginny 2 is now awake now. Yeah. And she's like, you did all this. I did all this for you. Yet you ruined that since she ruined her last party, she made sure this time everyone was here just like she always wanted. And as a special treat, they all get to watch you die. Yeah. So, Jenny 1 places a knife in number 2's hand and says, um, first murder, then suicide. Everyone will know just how crazy poor little Jenny went. And Jenny 2 becomes a struggle. And during the struggle, Jenny 2 grabs Jenny 1 by the hairline and, and pulls. pulls. And this pull, Jenny 2 pulls Ugh. the face off of Jenny 1 to reveal Anne. So it was Anne wearing the most lifelike mask ever seen the, the most whole fucking time. Amazing
2: lifelike mask ever seen. This not, is like
0: this is face off movie level face switching here.
2: Not since Return to Horror High have we seen such a degree of an amazing mask. Yeah, when the principal was the old Amos uh, <laughs> <Yes>! Blackface. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever his name White was. Pro- yeah, yeah. so man. it's yeah. this amazing. Perfect replica match. of her face. No one can tell the no. difference. No, I mean
0: it's, it's, it's like the shit you see in like Mission Impossible now is like wait, it's like or something or some yeah, yeah. It's fucking bonkers nuts. So confused for a second, She's like, wait, what the fuck? Jenny stops struggling, and Ann tells her she planned it all out, so she would never expect a thing. And she goes into like you know starts to explain how she did it all, and we see flashbacks of. <laughs> Of all the murders and how Anne took out Ginny with chloroform, this first is and where took her place. I lost it. Yeah, I <laughs> lost it. I was so so
2: upset with how this all happened because I'm looking. I'm I'm actually enjoying this movie up into a point, and I I'm, I click on it. And there's only like five minutes left, and this is the big reveal: is that fucking Anne has been chasing her around, and every time. Ginny gets close to somebody. She chloroforms him. Yeah. Knocks it, so she's like, okay, you remember when you were talking to this guy? Chloroform. Ooh. And then she took her place. Chloroform. Boo. Chloroform. Boo. Chloroform. Yeah.
0: How many times did she get fucking knocked out with exactly. chloroform? Like three or four times. So many times. And which is supposed to stay why it's she wakes so up not stupid. remembering anything. Oh Yeah. It's it's bad. It really pissed me off. So now Anne takes off the white dress, reveal the blue sweater and jeans she's wearing earlier. She tells Jenny that it's her turn to die and that Jenny is just like her mother, a fucking whore, And which we learn her mother Jenny's mother was her father's mistress. And so when Ann's father fucked Jenny's mom, resulting in Jenny's birth, this led to Ann's mom leaving and the family falling apart. Um, so obviously Anne blames Jenny for everything. For ruining their lives and tells her that she should have died the night in the canal when they fell off the bridge. Yeah. Anne goes to kill Ginny again, and there's a very, very short struggle, and and but basically it ends in a very anticlimatically when Anne gets basically kind of almost stabs herself. Yeah, like she they struggle stabbed, over the knife, and then just, or Ginny kind of moves her hand and just like kind of ends up stabbing herself. Um, right as Anne falls down dead. The police detective walks in from fucking nowhere. Where's he come from? It's like he's just walking past. Yeah. It's like, he just like oh, walking, <laughs> doop-a-doop-a-doo, and just glances in and goes, oh. what did you do? Yeah, he, stands there, see, he see, sees Jenny standing over the body, holding a blade knife with blood on her dress. All these dead bodies behind her. Yeah, and the camera zooms in on Jenny. Just zooms in on her as we was, hear, happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to me. me yeah. Over blackout, roll credits. Now- during the credits, you get a different version of Happy Birthday to Me, which is a, like a more pop, like an actual, not like the song Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday to Me, Happy Birthday to You, or whatever. Uh, it's an actual, like, song, but I really liked it. Uh, I don't know if you listen to it, but it's it's I a didn't. really nice combination of, like, creepy and eerie mixed with, like, sadness. It's I really thought it was a pretty cool song. The music in this, uh, the score is fantastic. It really is. It's, a, yeah. the music's good. So, um,. Moving on. That that's it. That's that's, that's the movie. It. That's the movie. That's the movie. So we're Ugh. moving on to uh favorite kills.
2: There can be only one favorite kill.
0: So again, not many in this movie. Not a lot, uh, no. Like six or seven. So um, what you got? And what's your favorite kill? My favorite kill, even though
2: I kinda had a problem with it, weightlifting kill. Okay. Funniest
0: fucking kill I think I've seen <laughs> in a long time.
2: Guys holding up weights. Come on, come on, come on. It seems like a big gag. It's hilarious. I could see myself doing this with my jock friend. <laughs> like, what? You can't hold the pussy and then drop a weight on his balls. Like, he's like, "Oh, you know, but I didn't think his head would pop off." Right. But that's my that's my favorite kill by far. Um,
0: I'm right there with you. My favorite kill was the weight bench All too. right. I it totally was. Like, uh I, there's a few other like unique ones. Like the motorcycle is kind of unique. Mm. I've never seen anybody kill the Shish kebab before. Yeah. But the weight bench, just because he drops it, like say, he drops it on his fucking nuts. That's <laughs> hilarious. Is, is, yeah. So both our favorite kills, uh, clean sweep this week uh, with the uh, weight benching, nu- weights the nuts kill. Weights the nuts. Weights the nuts. Uh, moving on to the odds and the ends.
2: Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys?
0: All right, starting off odds and ends, with our, as always, with our ratings. We have IMDb coming in at 6.0, 6.0 out of 10. So one of the higher scores of right. most movies we do. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 30% on the tom- tomato meter with a 41% audience score. And Amazon being Amazon, no surprise, 3.6 out of 5. Um, plot keywords. There were a lot, but nothing r- really surprising. Um, the only ones I thought were a little weird to see as a plot keyword for a movie, that somebody would look up, or was heavy rain, scarf, <laughs> and this one I thought was hilarious because we've all, most people all have all heard the saliva song "Bodies Hit the Floor." Well, this plot keyword is "Panties Hit the Floor." Ooh! <laughs> so I thought that was watch the panties hit the floor, watch the panties hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
2: um, well, this that was th- drowning pool. That's who it was. Oh, it, was it was drowning pool. pool. No, yeah. Okay. Anyway um
0: <laughs> wow. der, uh, and then the best one which i have never even heard this word before uh canucks Canuxipo- canucks exploitation or canuploitation like black exploitation movies Or oh, this was like canucks a, yeah it's like like Canada, canadian canadian exploitation Canuxploitation. Canuxploitation. <laughs> that's weird yeah it's really really weird that's really strange uh so trivia, I actually found a lot of
2: trivia on this movie. I, way more than I thought I would. You started off the podcast with a lot of trivia about the, all the people on X Men. Well, that's just video the, games just and the stuff cast. like that. This is
0: yeah. just on the movie itself. Okay, which was surprising because, like last week, we had like nothing come up. Right. Um, now, the press reported in order to keep the twist ending a secret, several endings were shot. But this is untrue. It helped hide the fact that while they were shooting the film, had no ending at the time of when they started shooting i believe it because the ending was fucking horrible i was so upset with the ending um the script was written with one ending that made sense to the story but it did not have a twist so it's basically so there's no twist ending so producers proceed to film start filming while tinkering with the twist ending which explains why there's no real build-up leading to the ending so it just comes out nowhere um it says when certain cast members were stuck in their gore makeup for numerous hours, they decided to walk around the neighborhood and scare and just scare people. <laughs> That's <kind of> <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like if you're yeah, bored in the makeup, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, most of the ads and posters for this film carried showed a photo of a young man about to be orally impaled with a screw of meat and vegetable, which is what I, the movie I right. right, saw so most people see. It. And with the slogan, "This John will never eat shish kebab again." The problem is there's no character named John, John. in the movie. Yeah. it's ob- But this is mostly a reference to producer John C. Saxon. But there's no character named John in the That's movie. That's
2: stupid. Look, oh, clever little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. That we're going to show everyone before the movie is even out. That's dumb. Yeah. I thought Yeah.
0: Um, for a short time, this was the highest grossing movie ever in Canadian film history until Porky's came out shortly after <laughs> 1981. Way to go, Porky's. Uh, or at eighty two, I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, the brain surgery operation, which was before this movie, was done by a real neurosurgeon, but it was honestly a fake brain. But, yeah, because but it actually, was a real surgeon. When I was did watching this, I was like,
2: wow, they're actually following protocol very well. I mean, they're using good medical terminology. They're they're putting they're returning the flap, but the, but the bone flap properly. And also the patient is conscious during yeah, the kind con- of you know, brain which they are. So but I was, yeah, they I brought was, in like real medical yeah. people to do it. I was pretty impressed. Fake, yeah. uh, sure.
0: Um, so the movie poster has one of the, there's a movie poster that has one of the longest blurbs, taglines in movie history. That's John will eat never eat shish kebab again. Steven will never ride a motorcycle again, which wasn't again, Steven. wasn't even Steven. Greg will never lift weights again. Who's killing Crawford High? Snobbish top ten. At the rate they're going, there will be no one left for Virginia's birthday party alive. Happy birthday to me! Six of the most bizarre murders you'll ever see. That was like the blurb or tagline on a movie poster. That's really long. That is insanely long. Uh, and we, I kind of covered this because this talks about the. Um, the, the music controversy over yeah, the score. Yeah, so, do, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to skip over that one.
2: Again, the score was fantastic. Yeah, it really
0: was. Um, there's reports, rumors that actor Glenn Ford, who played Dr. David F- Faraday and Superman's dad was, he was like just drunk throughout the production of this. He was just drinking all the time on set.
2: Uh, it's very Canadian. It's very <laughs> awesome.
0: Um, this is one of two 1981 slasher movies made by producers and Andre Link and John Dunning. Um, uh, first released in that year. The other was My Bloody Valentine, which is another oh, yeah. kind, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. famous slasher movie. Yeah. Um, so this movie was submitted several times to the MPAA to keep from getting slapped with an X rating due to the gruesome murders. The following bits ultimately had to be trimmed for an R rating. Burned at throat, gushing blood, instead of just what we saw. A graphic image of Etony mutilated by the dirt bike, and there's his name, E-T-I-E-N-N-E-E. Let me see it. Etteni, right eh, right there. All right. I don't know how you pronounce it. Etteni, etany. I don't know. But anyway, that's the name. Yeah. So anyway, his, his, I can't his, pronounce his it, face, yeah. that scene was supposed to be much more graphic mm-hmm. of him being mutilated. Uh, more <sighs> gruesome brain surgery shots, a bloodier impact of the bench press on Greg, more violent bludgeoning of Dr. Faraday with the poker. And the film finally got an R after cut, cutting a lot of those back. See, I thought the blood and the effects were pretty decent, but you're right. I could see that
2: they, Where you, you get they cut seemed away. to kind of pull back some. From yeah. It. Yeah.
0: But they, there are rumors that there are some rare prints circu- right, circulating on the internet that have the complete uncut sequences. So supposedly they're out there if you want to try to find them. Um, the original script ending had Virginia unsurprisingly reveal as the, firm's, the film's killer. Um, having slashed away through most of the cast before finally being caught. However, filmmakers felt the ending was all too predictable, uh, with Jenny being the killer and rewrote it into a far more twisted revelation where the ending the is revealed to be Ant, which, which I thought was kind of lame. I, I, I have really I mixed feelings
2: about really it. I really hate the ending. I hate it so much.
0: Um, Amelia, um, was originally killed by way of an ax to the head, but the scene was cut to avoid getting an X rain. Yeah. She was the one who was staying out there yeah. looking all goofy. Yeah. Um, and they, so, she just, could just be hanging out there still. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? How she
2: she she's, could still just be like, Durr. yeah, Yeah. Um, <laughs> she could be out there today, Marshall.
0: Yeah. We don't know. She's still lost in the woods. Yeah. Who knows? Well, and this is our says we just the fact that it's uh, Steve whenever we'll never ride a motorcycle again, but we already covered that. Yeah. Actually. Now, the filming locations. This was kind of weird just because, yeah, you can find out where the car, but I've never seen a more specific hmm. filming location. Like, okay. they give like, the exact – street address and oh, building wow. number for where this place was shot. We can So we can actually you go. You can go there if they're still standing, yeah. Well, one is, because it's, it's from um, Concordia University was used as Crawford Academy in Montreal, Quebec. But it even says 1455 Day Moss I can't pronounce this French-Canadian word. Boulevard, West Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So you can go there. And then all the vehicle stunts we saw that we talked about were done in Phoenix, New York, not Arizona. Ooh. And in 647 rural Maine... Hudson, Quebec, Canada is Virginia Wainwright's is that street of the house. So we can actually go, go tour. There.
2: Do they have the address for the inn?
0: No. I Damn.
2: Didn't, I didn't get that. I want to go drink so there. So you can go
0: see Ginny's house and, yeah, find it out.
2: And, fi- and go check out Crawford Academy.
0: You, you totally, which is Concordia University. Yeah. All right. That brings us to everyone's favorite game, the budget game. We get to play it today. All right. Let's do it. Guess the budget they spent how much the budget game all right so now keep in mind this is canadian movie so, so this is in canadian dollars so can i can i guess it in loons it's actually it's <laughs> it's under CAD, so canadian american dollar I don't, I don't know. like so because the
2: canadian dollar is a coin dollar and they call it a loon yes. or a loony because it has a picture of the the goose the loon on it yeah
0: so what is your guess for this budget <sighs>
2: columbia pictures Pictures. major production company in the 80s uh great score they put some money into the gore score and gore Uh i'm a poet and i didn't know it uh 80s money 1
0: million 1.5 million 1.5 million is the guess Eh. okay Aaron, although you're getting, you've kind of reversed your habit of going way over to coming in way under now because huh. the budget, three and a half million dollars. You know, I should have thought about it when they fucked up all those cars
2: because <laughs> they fucked up a lot of cars, yeah. a lot of cars. <laughs> all
0: right, uh, so that yeah, that's it. Three and a half million dollars.
2: Three and a half million. Wow. So I was off by two million dollars. Yep. Eh, it's pretty, it's, it's not bad if it's a huge budget movie, but it's not a huge budget
0: movie, so. We're in the 80s, who knows, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that brings us to five-star reviews.
2: These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews.
0: All right, from just a customer. This is about the scariest teen horror movie you'll ever see that has a decent plot to go along with it. Five stars.
2: Symbol. Okay. Simple.
0: But it's not that scary. It's really not a little scary movie, I wouldn't think, but Yeah, it's not really a scare. Yeah. Um from GBV for me. I have no idea what that means. If you couldn't tell from the DVD cover, this movie is awesome. So much fun to watch. There's some pretty creative kills here. A skewer of meat, come on. <laughs> and a rather complicated story with a great twist at the end, especially for nineteen eighty-one. As long as you can stomach 80s outfits, hairdos, and catchphrases, there's no reason someone wouldn't like this movie. So to sum it up, watch it already and enjoy. Mm, Five stars. Okay. From Caroline. This movie definitely merits multiple watchings. The cast is excellent, particularly Melissa Sue Anderson. There's a definite suspense to the film. It will keep you guessing. The closing sequence is almost unbearably tense and cool. Great makeup, great murders. It's the bomb.
2: Ooh, okay. <laughs> Five yeah. stars. So we're going back to 2003. It's the bomb. Yeah,
0: that's right. It's the bomb. Uh, from Tracy Ruch, R U C H. I don't know. Great. This is all bold and all capsule. So just take it for what you It's
1: great. Great.
0: <laughs> great classic 80s horror movie that never loses its touch. This is up there with April Fool's Day, My Bloody Valentine, and Mother's Day. Was there no holiday that the 80s didn't pick on? <laughs> yes, Easter. Five stars. <laughs> yes, Easter. <laughs>
2: well, I think, I think we need to make a movie about Easter now.
0: Well, keep in mind, um, when we did Thanksgiving, they, it was almost an Easter movie. That's right, <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, from Goddess and ja- Janny and Janny. I must admit that I have not watched this movie yet, but I will soon. It's on the same genre as Bloody Birthday and Prom Night. It looks like a good horror classic. Five stars. What the
2: balls is wrong with people when they give, people, <laughs> when they give movies five stars? And this is not their first one. No, it's not. I'm saying, I haven't
0: seen it yet, but five stars, dude. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like, why, why even put that on there? Idiots. Um, last five-star one. Thiago Amora. I hope one day they release an uncut, more gory version of the film in the near future, possibly on Blu-ray. But until then, I've marked 1013 on my calendar as the official release of one of the best slasher horror movies of all time. Don't believe me? Watch Scream after this one and have a view-by-view comparison. It literally rips this film off. Five stars. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I had uh, two one-star reviews that were kind of funny, but I'm just, I'm going to skip over them just because I kind of want to touch the thing on this thing on scream. Cause I saw that made me think, cause I didn't comment it earlier that the opening is like, because he's straight into the kill right away. There's no crash, yeah, no build up, yeah. just kill, then move into the story. And that's what scream did and brought into the cold open kill. Game. Okay. Okay. And I kind of relaunched that into modern day horror movies. Now, and almost every horror movie now has a cold open kill. I can, I can so, concede that. And then you take into account, you have a, I know this is common, but yeah, the group, tight-knit group of high school. Friends, hotties, the hotties. The hotties. The hot group of high school. It is kind of a whodunit movie because even in Scream, you kind of know it's some, you think it's somebody they know, but you don't know who, but people dropping off. So it's like eliminating suspects, but who is it, um, you know? The girl has previous, I believe, has previous trauma in her past life. Her mom was Ma- killed. Yeah, mom was her mom killed, was murdered. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: horrifically. Yeah. Uh,
0: so there, there are a lot of similarities I see between it. So I, there's a point that they might have borrowed from it, or but I don't know if it's Then it.
2: there is the twist ending where everyone was calling her mom in Scream a whore who slept around with people. That's true. And if you remember. It was also in this movie. That yeah. was the mom. Like, that was the reason Anne was so upset because it was the mom that caused her parents to get divorced. They killed.
0: The, the main killer, Skeet Urich character yeah. was pissed off because Sydney's mom fucked his dad. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. And his yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah. See, there's a lot. There, here's the point. There's a lot there's, of, uh, there's, there's, some, lot there's of some interesting similarities
2: there. That's a good, that's, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, my first inclination was like, no, that's silly comparison. And now, after hearing and talking about it, and even myself going, oh wait, yeah, 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 all right, I'll concede, I'll concede, I'll, I'll concede in some of
0: that, yeah. Um, so moving on to final recommendations, so bad's good, so bad it's scary. Um, Aaron, what are your closing thoughts on this movie? This movie really captivated me to a point. I mean, it really it.
2: To be perfect honest, the score was amazing. The acting, not bad. I could see my like they, the the way the the characters played off each other very very well. But the things that really drug it down was the inconsistency, like the weird recovery with the brain. Like they just kind of skirted over that about how she amazingly recovered. They skirted over the fact that they had strong relationships because they were constantly swapping back and forth. And then the thing that just drug it down for me was the twist ending, which other people talk about. The ending was so bad and such a swerve. It just took me completely out of it. In the last 10 minutes of the movie, I was just cussing. and I was just holding my iPad screaming, what the fuck? What's going on? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. doesn't make any sense. I was so mad because the ending was so tragic. I was enjoying it up until the last 10 minutes. It was so bad it ruined it for me. So bad it's scary. Wow. Yeah. All right.
0: Um I am kind of in the same boat with you because I'm torn. Because even though it's a long movie, um, I found myself kind of intrigued by it. Like, okay, yeah. this is kind of it's interesting. I like it. Um for the eighties it was pretty unique. Um for at that time, the the kind of the dawn of the slasher movies, it was unique for its time. The acting's not bad. No, it's not. The, the, the gore Anderson isn't doesn't bad. Doesn't fine job. The music's good. The music's great. The music's so good. But I agree, it's like, and that's another thing. In a lot of the comments and reviews people are torn with the end, either people loved it or hated it. I hated it, and I think, like, I had no problem if you want to reveal Melissa Sue, you know, Jenny as a killer, so be it. If it's predictable at the time, it's the 80s, who cares? You know, it's okay to be predict. You know, at that time, it's the same time, like, everybody knew Jason and Freya, they're the killers, but people still love those movies, so it you don't need to know. Um, but the I could again. I could handle the twist. Any if there was a, just a little bit more setup to it, right? Because they kind of ban. Oh, Jenny's going crazy. You see how his brain damage? Okay, that leads to go crazy, and then just dump all that and say, "Nope, it's and hand." It?
2: Nope, I just chloroformed your ass yeah. four or five times Nine. in a row.
0: Yeah. So <sighs> I don't know. I give it credit for taking a bold risk and trying to do a twist, any and something bold and different. Um but I'm going to split. I you Aaron says so bad it's scary. I'm going to say even though I have issues with it, I'm going to say so bad's it's good. It's worth watching for yeah, some unique kills. The music is awesome. It's great for its time. If you have the time, I'm going to say so bad's good. Give it a watch.
2: All okay, right. So, before we ended up Okay. This is what I would have liked to have seen or at least what I thought would have made more sense or something that could have happened. Tell me tell me if you like this better or not. Okay. The very end scene Ginny's walking in with the big birthday cake. Puts it down. The dead, de- decaying mom is there. The dad's got his hand on his face. He's crying. I think we should have had a cha- like a connection of personalities. Like the Ginny took on certain aspects of the mom's personality, and that's why you had when she woke up hungover, she became the mom. Oh,
0: you want a disorder, uh, dissociative disord- yes. personality disorder? Yes. Dissociative- yes. She t- So like she
2: basically had a split personality, a personality where she took on the mom's personality when she blacked out because the mom hated those snotty little kids because they didn't show up to her party. Yeah. So she picked them off one by one you know, because, you know what, point. they're going to be at that party. Yeah. And during the the whole brain surgery thing, and he's like, oh, the doctors say you'd be okay. And that would be kind of cool, I think. That'd be a kind of a different twist. That's a good twist where you don't have someone pulling off a face mask and chloroforming someone 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> It's not great,
0: but it's better I, you know than what I, I thought I, that was. I, yeah. I think that would I, be better. It could be interesting, yeah. I, I mean, again, it's a little bit of a twist anyway, but sure. still explain why. Yeah, I could have gone with that. I could have been happy with that ending. Um, so there you go. That's our opinion. If you guys I like mine it, better. <laughs> Mine's better. Yeah, you guys have watched it, if you have an opinion on this, drop us a line. You can you know check us out on uh, our Facebook page. Uh, our website is HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. You can email us through there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at scary. You can also find us on Podbean at HorribleHorror.Podbean.com. And you can subscribe to us, like us, and check us out on iTunes. All this is 100% free because uh, we, we love you guys so much. We, we do.
2: We do. We do this
0: for fun. We yeah. do it. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, we will be back in a week with another episode. So, until then, watch more horror movies. Take care and peace out. We'll see you next week, Moon Goons. See you, dudes.